0: Salutations! Welcome to Pod Mortem. I'm Travis Hunter, joined as always by my co hosts, my sister and my brother in law.
1: Hi, I'm Renee Hunter
2: Vasquez. Hi, I'm John Paul Vasquez.
0: This week, we're broadcasting live from the Herga Commune discussing the 2019 folk horror film, Midsummer. The film was written and directed by Ari Aster, who made quite the splash with his feature directorial debut, Hereditary, the year prior. While there's a fair amount of overlap in the themes of both films, Midsummer is its own monster entirely. Drawing upon subgenres of pagan horror and even slashers. The film became a box office success and was praised by critics for its story, style, and especially the performance of Florence Pugh in the role of Danny Arder. While the film was received positively by most audiences and critics, it is admittedly rather polarizing among horror fans. So, Midsummer, what were your first impressions on the film?
1: I actually think this might be the first movie that we saw for the first time together. We all saw it together with our parents Uh
0: and the three of us. Which, gotta say, not the best decision we've made. It's
1: not a movie to go to with your parents. No. Right. That being said, we were a split group after we watched it. A couple of us really didn't like it, and a couple of us really did like it. I liked it. So did I. But- A small part of me was a little bit disappointed because I had gone in really wanting another hereditary.
0: I think that was a problem that I had as well. Yeah. And I grew to like it more the more I watch it without that mindset.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, I... I try to go into stuff, especially if I'm really excited about it, not really knowing a whole lot. So I didn't really watch the trailer. I don't think I watched the trailer at all, but I heard Ari Aster and I was like, I'm there like <laughs> period. Yeah. I, and uh, it's not hereditary at all. But when I watched it the second time I did, I feel like I appreciated it more for its ownness, like it, <laughs> what it is by itself.
0: And there are similarities, but
2: it really is its own thing. There
1: are some overlapping themes, yeah, but no, it's its own movie.
2: I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) The first Uh, time? The first time we watched it, I didn't didn't care for it. It seemed like they just did things just to do them because it was like, you know what would be really crazy? And then they just, you know, threw a bunch of shit together and they just put it out. You know what I mean? People, you know, they're going to trip out. I will say the second time I watched it for the show, I don't want to say that I hate saying it, but I did like it better the second time I watched it. Right. Because like your sister said, going in, it was like, okay, hereditary, but it's not hereditary. No. No. So that was, I think that was a thing too that clouded my judgment the first time because I expected it to be as good and it just was not hereditary at all. Mm Mm-hmm. So, when we went to see it with your parents, and then of course the parts of the movie are <laughs> part of the movie, yeah, was a little awkward. But yeah, I didn't care for it the first time.
0: I think there's something to be said for almost like I kind of have the same mentality about food in that. I'll try anything and I'll try anything twice Yeah, because the first time maybe it wasn't what you were expecting or maybe it wasn't the best version of what it could be with the wrong headspace. Mm -hmm. And so I always think that it's good to go back and watch films at least a second time to get that kind of opinion on it. And the good thing about movies like Midsummer is that when you go to watch this film the second time it's like you're watching a different movie because you're starting to pick up on things that you never... For sure. Even, uh, like, not understood, but even noticed.
1: Yeah, definitely. I noticed stuff the second time I watched it that I definitely didn't pick up on the first time I watched it. And this third time that I watched it for this episode, I saw shit that I didn't (laughs) catch the second
2: time. No, yeah, I'll agree with that.
0: One thing I did think was very interesting is that when this movie was going into production... It was the month right after Hereditary had its wide release. And so Ari Aster sees the success of his first film. And then he's like, let's get back to it. I would not have that mentality. No. <laughs> I'd be like, well, let's relax for a few right. years. Yeah. Let's coast on and, this. Yeah, there's no way. But I, I mean, that's just an amazing work ethic that I could only aspire to. <laughs> there's no way.
1: And I read that his next one that he announced is supposed to be a four hour nightmare comedy. I think uh... I read.
2: It's a long time.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know what? If Ari Aster's name's on it, I'll sit there for fucking four hours and stare in disbelief at the screen.
2: (laughs)
0: Now, before we wheel this film into the sacred temple, we'd like to issue a warning for spoilers. Podmortem is a very in-depth podcast, and in thoroughly discussing horror films, we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two. If you don't wish to be spoiled, please go watch the film, then come back and enjoy the show. If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, let's go on a trip. So the film opens with what looks like a tapestry. And the first time I saw the movie, I thought it was like the changing of seasons.
1: That's what it looks
0: like. and Because mm-hmm. it looks like it's winter and then it just kind of eventually goes into summer. But when you know the movie and you're watching it again... The tapestry they show at the beginning is literally the plot of the entire movie. The whole movie. It's kind of unbelievable how once you know how everything fits, it literally gives everything away.
1: No, yeah. You're told everything up front. Like I said, I've watched it before. I've rewatched it before now and I didn't notice how much. Like I paused it and was like, are you yeah, fucking serious?
2: I, <laughs> see, that's what I mean. The first time I didn't, I don't even remember Well, you remember don't know that. what
1: it means. Yeah. I, I didn't it's, even
2: remember the painting. Honestly, when we watched it the first time Uh huh. and then when we watched it this time, I was looking and I was like, wait a minute minute i was like that's and it, like you said i yeah. paused it and i was like holy shit that's the movie yeah yeah so, i mean we can
1: kind of dive deeper on that after as, we yeah but wow just yeah. keep that in mind yeah
2: but the tapestry
0: kind of gives way to these honestly beautiful Gorgeous. shots of winter it's snowing there's a forest there's a frozen lake and i remember on the big screen just thinking how incredible that they looked
1: and there's like this ominous singing going
0: on too i don't know why again with the human voices and this time it was just the one yeah the one voice and it was enough for me But it's a very peaceful scene. But the piece is shattered by the sound of a telephone ringing. And then we get these shots of houses in like suburbia. Right. And we eventually get closer and closer shots of these houses until we're zoomed in on one house in particular. And it's the Ardor residence. Now, once it's zoomed in on the Ardor house, was I the only one that thought it looked like a miniature model? It did. I did not think it did not look like a real house.
1: And plus, that's more, like, hereditary vibes. Right.
0: And honestly, that might kind of lead us into that false sense of security that this movie's going to be just, like, hereditary. Because you're, like, a start. Yeah. Yeah, Not at all. No. So, the answering machine picks up the call. And it's Danny Arder, played by Florence Pugh. And she's leaving a message for her parents. Apparently, her sister Terry sent her a really troubling email. So, she just wants to check in and make sure everything's going okay. Mm Mm-hmm. The camera pans past a bunch of pictures of the family, of Danny, of her sister, and her parents. And then we see that her parents are fast asleep in bed. And so Danny hangs up her cell phone, and now we're in her apartment with her. And she sits down at her desk, and we get a view of the actual email that Terry sent her. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking horrifying. It's horrifying. Yeah. The email says, I can't anymore. Everything's black. Mom and dad are coming to. Goodbye. Fucking
2: cryptic. How would you take that? How else can you take yeah. that? Well, I would call my parents. That's well, our, she tried. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'd call somebody. Yeah. I'd- I don't know. It was just, uh, you know, I think I felt like I'd Scary. be a little more panicked than. No, yeah. I she, mean, she was, but it was just she was kind of like, oh, uh, it wasn't enough. Yeah, no.
0: But Danny decides to call her boyfriend Christian, who's played by Jack Rayner. Boo! <laughs> 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 from from the get go, yeah.
1: My God, it, honestly,
0: it's kind of unbelievable. This guy, and it doesn't. It's not like it grows into him being. <laughs> it's not like it grows into him being no, a piece of yeah, shit. He is a piece of shit from good jump. Good
1: lord.
0: But he's hanging out with his friends when she calls, and she's like, basically asking if the plan was still that they were going to get to hang out later. And he seems reluctant. It's so clear that she needs this hangout. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, sure, I guess. And
1: it reads, the conversation that they have reads like they've been seeing each other for a couple months. Right. When you don't know, hey, are we still going to hang out later? Like, it's like, it's very... I don't know how to navigate this situation. Like, it it feels like a very new relationship, the way that she's, like, clearly going through something, but still trying to walk on eggshells to tell him, hey, I need you right now.
2: Right. When
0: we learn how long they've been dating.
1: Yes. I was like, (laughs) what the fuck? It doesn't make any sense. No.
2: I do want to say that, yeah, the guy's a dick. Mm Mm-hmm. But damn, the best line, I just smoked some resin with Mark and we're going to go get pizza. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, dude, just that's, his yeah, life. Yeah. That's, that's what you're doing? It's like it's Friday, right, dude. What am I going to do? Oh, yeah. yes. God damn.
0: But he does show a sign of humanity because he does ask her about her sister. Right. And the whole situation and she tells him everything that's going on and says she's getting nervous because she hasn't heard anything. But then he basically is like, well, you know, it's your fault for enabling her. Yeah, She's doing this shit because you allow her yeah. to. And it's like, fuck
1: you, dude. And she's like, I know, I know, you're right. Yeah, she yeah. just takes
0: it. And the worst part to me is that when they get off the phone, she says, I love you. And he's like, <sighs> I love you. Like, yeah. he doesn't even want to no, say it. No, he says it. it
1: super reluctantly. And then she says it again when they get off the phone and he doesn't say it at all.
2: No. Uh, I do I- I thought that too when she had asked him about hanging out, and he's was like, well, mm-hmm. "Did we plan something?" Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, like what? that's your girlfriend, dude. It doesn't it doesn't matter if you did or you didn't. You should be over there. You and the d-. way
1: that she said it, "Were we still gonna hang out?" Y'all did plan something. No, yeah, <laughs> like you're yeah. a dick and you it's, forgot.
0: If you say still, then you had something on the books. <laughs> so next thing we see, Danny's on the phone with one of her girlfriends, and she tells her what's going on with Christian and the stuff with her sister as well. She takes some Ativan, some anti anxiety medication, right. right. And she's basically like, you know, am I overwhelming Christian? Is it too much with all her life and her family drama and everything? And her friend's trying to make her feel better about everything that's going on. But then we see she gets a phone call from an unknown number.
1: I also just want to say that her friend was absolutely right in all the advice that she gave. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. all
0: her advice was, Christian's a piece of shit, basically. Uh, yeah. Which
1: was my advice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're like, tell her. Right. <laughs> so this is a really small thing, but I love shots in movies where you think the person is being filmed, but it's actually the mirror being filmed. And yeah. And it's a reflection. And then they come up and you're like, oh, shit. Who's that? Oh, it's you. What? It's, I love it so much. And have been duped. Yeah. <laughs> There's there's a lot of shots in this movie through mirrors. There, yeah, mm-hmm. there is. And I don't know if I'm too dumb to understand why, but that obviously means something. There's something about reflections or not being who you think people are. Yeah. Something. I don't know. But that's just another side theory. But the next thing we see is Christian hanging out with his friends at a pizza parlor. Uh, is that a word? The parlor? Or the, yeah, I, I a <laughs> I mean, restaurant? I don't know if it right.
3: still is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: They travel yeah. back in time. the pizza Christian. parlor. <laughs> 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 Christian's with with his friends at the malt shop
0: <laughs> at the sock at hop the, after the sock <laughs> hop yeah. at the malt shop where they were smoking that resin so uh mark is played by will poulter and he's telling him you just need to dump danny and move on mark, he's very
1: adamant i feel like he's that like lead cheerleader and in... he's he's the lead cheerleader
0: said
2: phillips yeah okay
0: <laughs> he's comic really for the whole movie oh, absolutely this yeah. dude.
1: He's also an asshole. He
0: is. But at least it's funny while he's doing it. Yeah. Also, uh, Christian's friend Josh, played by William Jackson Harper is trying to get, like, kind of all psychoanalysis on the situation.
1: And this comes into play later. Christian's like, my girlfriend fucking, like, needs me. (laughs) And he's trying to complain. And Josh is like, dude, how about you? Like, we're supposed to be working on theses and you haven't. Theses? If we're going
0: plural, I I don't (laughs) know.
1: And maybe you're reading into this so that you can avoid doing work. Like, this comes into play later. He is very studious and serious. And Christian it's just bleh. like he's just yeah. a fucking he's,
0: he, i christian strikes me as the guy who like falls ass backward in the luck. definitely yeah. sidebar you're dating and thinks he deserves Pugh it and thinks he deserves it and this is how you're reacting yeah just saying
1: he's a great value chris pratt <laughs> and you're acting <laughs> yes. like you're the shit
0: so the waitress comes by and christian pays the bill but as she's leaving her and christian kind of exchange some eye contact mm-hmm. and then mark's like You could totally be getting that girl pregnant. And then Pele, their other friend, played by Wilhelm Blomgren, chimes in and reminds Christian of all the, quote, Swedish girls they're going to impregnate in June. And it's like, what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Keep that in mind as well. So Christian's phone rings and it's Danny. He picks it up and she's just wailing on the other end.
1: It's like... It reminds me of a scene in Hereditary when someone is just overcome with grief and sobbing and like it. You have like a physical reaction to the performance Mm -hmm. because it's so Oh, you like almost feel it.
0: It's like, is visceral the right word? Yeah. Because it hits you. Yeah. And that's just a credit to Florence Pugh. From the start, to start off this movie like this, Mm -hmm. but we then see the fire department inside the garage at the Ardor household. A car has apparently been running with the garage door closed, so they turn off the ignition. Then they notice there are hoses attached to the exhaust of the vehicle. They come inside the house and follow the hoses upstairs. One is duct taped under the door of her parents' bedroom. (sighs) They go inside and they find Danny's parents dead in bed and they promptly zip them up into body bags. But the other hose is taped to her sister Terry's mouth and she's sitting under her desk and her laptop is open above her head and we see messages from Danny that she never got to read. Mm. And the image of her dead body is haunting.
1: No, it's Her it's
0: eyes are terrible, mm. open, discolored. It's just flat out unsettling.
1: And the fact that the whole time that Danny is kind of trying to get her panic under control, it was totally justified. Uh Uh-huh. Like this had already happened. It's just, ugh. It's horrible. It's very
0: rough. So we see Christian walking through the snow, and you can hear Danny's cries from outside the building. And we see him in the next shot holding her on the couch, and she's lying in his lap and just sobbing uncontrollably. And the score is crazy because it's just these violins and they start to intensify. And then yeah. there's like a pounding beat. And we kind of slowly zoom out of the window of her apartment to a snowstorm outside. And this is pretty much the end of night scenes, except with the exception of maybe two for the rest of the movie.
1: Yeah. And this is all before we even get the title card.
2: Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> like...
1: It's, it's crazy. crazy. That,
2: uh, I read it that said that shit takes five minutes to kill you. Oh wow. Yeah, but it, so her parents would have never even known. Good lord. That's so fast. Yeah.
0: The uh thing about this opening for me is it kind of puts me in the mind, like we had talked about, of Scream, of just having such a hard hitting opening that your audience is on board.
1: Oh, absolutely. Right. And
0: this to me is up there as one of the probably one of the better openings of a horror film I've ever seen. That's fair. But the point I was making about it being the end of Dark is that the rest of this movie pretty much takes place in the sunlight. Mm -hmm. Which is not typical. No, not typical of a horror film at all. all. And we had talked about the trailer that we watched after we saw the film. Yeah. Where they kind of played up. A few scenes at night to make it look like the dark played a more of a role in the film. Yeah,
1: there were literal scenes that take place in the sunlight that they made to look like it's happening at night.
0: Right, I remember you told me that. Yeah, I don't, it's like... I don't know if that's because... It's so like, odd. Like, do people think that people wouldn't be interested in seeing... Oh, it's dark, it must be scary. Or they wouldn't yeah. understand. Like, I don't know. It's just very strange to me. But after the opening credits, we pan from a window to Danny lying in bed, and she's wide awake. It's a few months later, and she's obviously still in grief over the death of her family. Christian comes in, and he's like, he tries to play it super chill, and he's like, I'm just going to go to a party for, like, 45 minutes. Like, don't. And (laughs) Well, she's like, I'll go with you. And
1: he's like, don't you want to sleep some more? I'll turn off the light. I don't want you to come. No.
0: There is a painting above the yes, bed. Yes,
1: I was about to mention that. That
0: Danny is laying in, and the painting has this little girl. It looks like it looks like a little princess with a mm-hmm. crown. Yeah, and she's kissing a brown bear on the nose. Giant, a giant brown bear. bear. And I hate that I keep saying this, but we'll talk later. Keep that <laughs> yeah. in mind. So Danny actually does go to the party with Christian, and it's at this party that she learns about the trip that they're going to be taking to Sweden. <laughs> this is where Pele is from and the point of the trip is for Pele to get to go home, see his family, and so Josh can work on his thesis, which is going to be about midsummer traditions in Europe. And Danny's annoyed, obviously this is the first that she's hearing about it and Christian's like, I might not even go. Yeah. And
1: they're leaving in two weeks. Yeah. And the uh, way that they they bring it up, super casual, like it's just common knowledge.
2: Everybody knows about the trip. What I thought was funny was he's like, I don't know, a couple of months, a month, two weeks.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to
0: make it sound better and better
2: as it goes on. He
1: sucks. But he
2: does. (laughs) Before this again, and I know it's little things, but it was another funny thing. You hear the dialogue of the people talking when they get there. Uh Uh-huh. And the guy says something about uh, I don't want to be at home listening to my dad fuck his wife, and his friend's like, I'll listen to your dad fuck yeah. your stepmom. <laughs> well,
3: what, it's the like, hell?
2: what the hell?
1: But like, we're focusing <laughs> yeah, on Danny no. standing there. So That's just, just happening. Is- it,
2: you just hear it, and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what party is this? Yes. Right. <laughs> but it is something that. Typical younger guys would say right. stupid shit. But if this d- is
1: supposed to be a party, where are the giant piles of nuts being chopped up for the
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, Because if, right, I, if can... I've learned anything. Because it's not
1: a damn party. From Ari Aster. There <laughs> there's no mountains of nuts right. being right. chopped up.
0: And a guy that's not even drinking his drink. Yeah. <laughs> So, back at Danny's apartment, they get into a proper, like, passive-aggressive argument about this whole situation.
1: And, like, you were talking about, Danny is facing us,
0: mm-hmm. yes. but
1: next to her is Christian's reflection in a mirror.
0: So, when you see this, are you like, is this trying to say that she's not seeing the real Christian? Right. Or that... Like what is it trying to say?
1: I mean, it just comes in and sits down like nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's
0: well. Like, what are, what are you so mad about?
1: <laughs> oh my god! god.
0: I, I imagine that's ten times worse. <laughs>
1: Infuriating. Because
0: if if he was smart, as soon as they got inside, he'd be like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Look, I'm sorry." Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah.
1: You were going through a lot. I didn't bring it up. Yeah. I wasn't even sure I was gonna go. Like, there's so, so many
0: things you could have said. It's like there were so many more important things, like you, babe. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you come with us? Yeah. I hate when dudes say babe, and I think, doesn't someone say babes? He called her babes on the phone, I think. Yeah, I think he does. It's gross. He sucks. Anyways. (laughs) So the tension subsides a little bit, and Danny asks Christian if he's going for his thesis, like Josh, and Christian's like, I don't even know what my thesis is.
1: Yeah. And during this argument, Mm -hmm. confrontation situation, he literally is like, I'm sorry. Like, (laughs) what do you want? And then she kind of stands her ground until he's like, you know what? I think you should just go. And then she's like, "No, no, no! I'm sorry." Like she, it's, she, he threatens to leave, and she takes everything on herself when she has literally done nothing. I think, and so you can just kind of see that this is a dynamic in their relationship.
2: That, I think that bothered me more than anything. Is yeah, that, like girls will stay with guys like that. And yeah, it's like, no, why? it sucks. Like it's, it's like, sad. why don't you see? And and I hate when dudes are like that. No, he's the hand. dude is yeah. clearly toxic. No, yeah. Anybody who like, does something on. wrong
0: and somehow gets the apology, yeah.
1: But it, I just <sighs> it it was like the way that he did it. It's like you can tell that this is their dynamic. Mm-hmm. He acts out. She finally is like, "Hey, that's not cool." He is like, "Maybe I should just go then." And she's like, "No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's me. I'm sorry." Like, it's like it, I
0: know the system. He's, no. like, literally,
1: he sucks, and their relationship sucks. I just wanted to to make <laughs> no, that it,
3: point. Uh... Yeah.
0: So in the next scene, the guys are in their apartment talking about the upcoming trip. Christian gets a text from Danny, who's on her way up, and immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Before she gets there, he goes to open the door and he's like, oh, uh, by, by the, the way, way. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I invited Danny to come to Sweden to, with us. She's not going to come, but I invited her. And she said she's going to come, but she's but not going to come. She's not going to come. And you have to act like you've known the whole time. Ugh. So first of all. He's a bad friend. Yeah. yeah oh, he's yeah. just not a good he's person. shitty. All those. And l- let me just be from experience. As the friend, it's not cool to do that. Like, I've had plenty of friends who invite their boyfriends, invite their girlfriends to things without asking beforehand, and then it just kind of weasels in, and it ruins the dynamic of everything. I mean, am I wrong? No. No. Especially to
1: spring it on you. That's what's yes. that's what's so shitty. And but, this isn't going out for a night out. This is a trip to no, Sweden. Yeah. Uh, it's
0: not something Yeah, we're not going to go get pizza at the pizza parlor. No. <laughs> at, at the, the mall shop. shop. Yeah. It's it's a two week, one month, whatever thing that they're yeah. doing. And so it's just kind of a big deal.
1: But and this is another instance where Christian is in the mirror. We see Christian reflected in the mirror and the rest yeah. of the guys are looking at us. AKA oh, looking at yeah,
0: Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing when Danny walks in. Yeah. So she's basically (laughs) like, because they immediately ask her. They're like, Sweden, huh? And she's like, yeah. And she does give them the out. She's like, unless that'd be weird. And they're like, oh, no. It's totally cool for you to come. And then Mark's like, uh. (laughs) uh, Christian, I got, uh, he says he has a paragraph on his paper that he wants Christian to look at in the other room. Which he (laughs) might as well just be saying, hey, uh, Christian, I'm not cool with this. Can we talk about how Danny shouldn't be coming? shit about Danny in here. Um, they go into the other room, and poor Danny, because you know she knows. Oh, no, for sure. So, they go into the other room, and And Danny and Pele are making small talk. We learn that the day they arrive in Sweden will actually be Danny's birthday and that Pele comes from a very small commune in Sweden where apparently they take their festivals very seriously and there's a lot of pageantry and rituals and stuff and so she wants to know more and he shows her a picture on his phone of the festival from the year previous. Yeah. So we see these pictures of women they're dressed all in white and they've got symbols of the runic alphabet on their clothes. Mm -hmm. Then we see a woman dressed in more ornate clothing than the others with flowers. She's wearing a flower crown and Pele says that that
2: was last year's May Queen.
0: And then things get a little awkward when he tells Danny that he's really glad she's going to be coming with him.
2: Yeah, he looks a little too happy yes. about it.
1: Couple of things. Okay. <laughs> he does say that immediately after he mentions the May Queen.
0: A. Yes, he does.
1: B, Mark pulls his... Can we go talk to the other room, please? <laughs> him and Christian leave as soon as Danny... Well, I think... Doesn't she sit across from Pele and then she goes over so he can yes. show her yeah. the stuff? yeah. Josh gets up and starts putting shit in the microwave. Like, nobody... It's really harsh. We don't know Josh very well at this point, but we know Christian enough to know he's an asshole. We know Mark enough to know he's kind of a dick. Pele is the only one that's being respectful to her Mm -hmm. that is saying, I'm so glad you're coming.
0: Because everyone else is clearly like, Damn they yeah. are avoiding
1: her like the fucking plate yeah.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because whenever it was just Josh, Pele and Danny in the room I was like okay well then maybe she can chat with him and kind like, of no, like
1: and then he just gets up Yeah, I wonder like that she's poisoned like, why did he
2: get up and leave I was but like, I
1: mean yeah. like if these are Christian's friends don't you think he's the type of dude to be like god she's so fucking annoying and she calls me all the time I, the boy, and all uh, they see is that like, uh, side I, uh, I bet yeah. they're like oh my god like she I don't, is you annoying know? Yeah.
2: but I mean if that's really your friend wouldn't you want to get to know his girlfriend i mean I you're mean, supposed yeah. to right if, if you're I not mean, if that's your friend you know he's yeah. like, hey, you well, you're think. dating some girl you're a good Bring friend of in. mine yeah, yeah let's get to know her
0: but it gets even more upsetting because he expresses sympathy for her loss <laughs> he says he lost his parents at a young age and it kind of overwhelms danny and she gets up to go to the bathroom and even in that situation pele is apologizing and she apologizes
1: I didn't catch that one.
0: As if it's her yeah. fault yeah, well, that she's she feeling this way.
1: Because she's in an abusive relationship. Like, Honestly. Let's no, call yeah. it what it is. Yeah. I mean, she's clearly, he gaslights her oh, and makes yeah. shit that he does. She takes responsibility for it. Like, I mean, that's, just, she's, that's a good catch because I didn't even catch that it's one. It's like she
0: is conditioned to do yes, this all the time. To, even Just to
1: diffuse it. Not, Christian wasn't even involved. No.
0: no. That's just who she is no. now.
1: Yeah, that sucks.
0: But we do get this pretty amazing shot. I love that. It's this overhead... Of her walking into the bathroom in the apartment, but the apartment bathroom transforms into an airplane bathroom. Yeah. And then she is in the airplane bathroom, and we realize that time has passed, and she's actually decided she to went- go on the trip. <laughs> but it's really sad because she's sobbing quietly in the bathroom and then goes back to join Christian in the cabin as they make their descent into Stockholm. Yeah, So you wonder if she went because she wants to go or if she went because she felt obligated to.
1: Maybe. I mean, can't see her really wanting to go. Or maybe it would be like an escape from her reality as it is right now. That's
0: true. That's true. Um, One thing I did think was... Weird is that as they're making their descent, the camera kind of goes out the window of the airplane and it starts to shake really yeah. wildly. <laughs> is <it laughs> Shit's like- <laughs> about to get crazy. That's exactly <laughs> what I was like is this symbolism. I literally wrote shit is about to get crazy, man, on my fucking notes. But yeah, I was wondering, but they're finally in Sweden and the gang is in a car and they're driving to Pele's village. Mark is ogling all the women that they're passing in the car. Yes. Yeah. And then we get this upside down shot of the car on the road, then of the road ahead with forest on both sides. Then at the center of the shot, we see a sign for housing land, which is where they're going. And we've finally kind of arrived on the outskirts of Pele's village. It's really eerie how this is all shot. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you think about it, it's just some people arriving at a town. (laughs) But, but you know, it's, you know that it's about yeah. to get real. Yeah. But you saw the shaking camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should have known better. It's a warning. <laughs> they get out of the car and Pele says that they're almost there, but not quite. And the scenery is amazing. It's, no, yeah. it's
2: beautiful. No, I'll take that. That's great. Yeah, just yeah. to go out there and wander around, and I wouldn't want to get lost. But no,
0: <laughs> but it
2: looked like a really nice place to hang yeah. out. Yeah, oh, hell yeah.
0: But Pele introduces them to some of the people camping outside of their village, and the first one is Ingmar who is Pele's best friend since infancy, he says. He actually refers to him as his brother. Yeah. Then Ingmar introduces the group to Simon and Connie, and they're a couple from London that I guess he invited to join in on the festivities at their village.
1: I guess I'm a paranoid person. Why? Because the thought of, oh, I met this dude and he's brought me and these people here, and oh, there's his close friend and he's brought people here. I would be nervous. That just from that, just yeah, that would make that, me nervous. That would
2: be a little weird. It would. I mean, be... I get that. I just think... that,
1: I would be uneasy. But again, I'm. I probably wouldn't have even gone. Like I'm, <laughs> I. Like... I
0: would try to rationalize it and be like, "Well, you know, he where is he going to school in London? Maybe he made friends. Maybe there.
2: Uh, why yeah, is why, why bring... are you guys
1: all bringing
3: someone yeah, here? But
2: why bring people back just like he did?
3: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little I'm just weird. I be that uh, would no, make me weird.
2: nervous. I I did notice too that when he introduces them, they're together, mm-hmm. like they're hugged up together. Yeah, her and dude are separated. Oh yeah, oh, the true. whole time. No,
1: they're not the very time. physically. They don't so why like they're there, no. you know,
2: exchanging highs and this and that. They're hugged up and they're you know, hey, you know, lovey dovey. Simon yeah. and uh, yeah, Connie. and yeah. her and chris pratt are just not no like they're far apart i
0: I guarantee that was on purpose to be like this is
2: what a couple looks like
0: (laughs) you remember ah you never knew so ingmar wastes no fucking time bringing out the drugs (laughs) and he pulls out a bag of shrooms and this inspires a little drama between Christian's friends and Danny because Danny's kind of not really ready to take that kind of a trip right now but everybody else is gung-ho about it uh and so Christian's like I'll wait and Mark's like boo
2: but our trips will be different Uh, (laughs) I feel like it He's just annoying he at this is. point. <laughs> like, at first it was like, all right, you know, whatever. Yeah. but now just I like, I feel like right, it's such out. a
1: relatable situation, though, if you put yourself in Danny's position where it's like, you already feel like these people don't want you here, and so you have this choice to kind of do what you think is right for yourself or just go along to keep the peace. Just to
2: right. fit in. Or yeah,
1: or and yeah. she's like, no, no, no it's, it's fine. It's fine, I'll it do is, it, it's yeah. fine. It's
0: unfortunate that she relents because yeah. they were acting like children. Yeah, they, it's they a, were. It's more it's like reinforcement
1: and he's like well no i'm just gonna wait for danny it's yeah. like dude like, like i'm
0: not gonna have any fun because yeah. this wet blanket <laughs> the old yeah. ball of chain, yeah, and then everyone's gonna hate her yes like, come on. so
1: i mean i feel like a lot of people would have done the same thing she did and no it's fine it's fine it's fine we'll just Let's do it just now do it. it's fine
0: so they do it everybody except for danny they take their shrooms just shroomy mm-hmm. <laughs> full shroom <laughs> just full shroom danny takes hers in the form of a tea no joke <laughs> I'm genuinely terrified of psychedelics only because my own mind I don't want to know what's in there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You want to be with somebody when you're doing something like that. Uh Because if you have a bad trip, that sucks. Yeah. When you're doing stuff like that, it's best to be with somebody who can watch you or Mm -hmm. that you know is going to take care of you if something goes wrong. So you shouldn't
1: be with your asshole boyfriend and his friends that don't like you. Right. Okay.
2: Okay. So I'm sorry, Danny. Yeah. Sorry, Danny. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the next shot, we see the group lying in the grass waiting for the mushrooms to kick in. Mark is starting to trip it's a little bit already right and it's it's pretty funny <laughs> It's really funny because everything is a problem yeah. and at this point danny starts to breathe heavily and she looks down at her hand and sees that grass is growing out of it such an amazing shot yeah, it's it really really cool yes. But then she looks up at the trees, and they appear to be swaying and breathing and melting. Mm -hmm. Now, interestingly, Pele is guiding this trip because literally everything he's saying, Danny's noticing. Is happening, Yeah. yeah. But, unfortunately... The trip is ruined when Mark opens his stupid mouth and is like, you guys are like my family. You're like my actual family. And of course, this isn't what Danny wants to yeah, hear. Right? Yeah, So she responds really sharply and she stands up and the music goes real tense and Danny decides to go for a walk. She's trying to, I guess, reassure herself that everything's okay. And she sees a group of people like seated in like a circle. Mm hmm. And then they start laughing when they look at her. And yeah, she... they like
1: turn around yeah. and are laughing seemingly at her. Yeah,
0: and so she bumps into Ingmar, and Ingmar's like, "Hey, you want to meet my <laughs> friends or whatever?" And she's like, "They were laughing at me yeah. over there." It's really sad because she's really upset. But yeah. Ingmar's
1: like, "What? No, yeah, like they he seems do that. so sweet."
0: Yeah, and, and like, so they're just tripping. Yeah, yeah he's like just they've just been tripping, laughing. Yeah. yeah, when he asks if she's okay, his smile
2: warps. Yeah, that I had to rewind a... <laughs> it
1: because i was like am i tripping or like <laughs> because the way like, it's what's done in my is like, it's uh-uh. like yeah, it's like a really no damn it this isn't coffee this is shroom tea <laughs> the, the, it's so subtle that you're like did i just see that like that oh no, yeah it's, yeah it's creepy it's and unnerving it, And it's
0: just enough to notice enough for yes. her to want to leave which is what she does yes And she kind of runs to, I guess, like an outhouse. Yeah. And when she goes inside, she lights a match and she looks into a mirror and she sees her sister behind her with the hose duct taped to her mouth. And then the light goes dim. And then Danny's own face starts to warp in the mirror. Yeah,
1: it's all distorted and crazy.
0: And then she just bursts out of the outhouse and runs into the forest. It cuts to black here. And then we kind of get kind of like a mini dream sequence. Danny sees her parents and her sister sitting on a couch in their house in the dark, kind of in the light of the TV. And then Terry looks directly at the camera. Yeah. And then she wakes up. Christian's there, and it turns out that she's been asleep in the field for at least six hours. And
1: Mark is looking at her like, "You stupid bitch! Like, like, why yeah, are you no, here?" Yeah. Like, it's... he's looking at her so fucking ugly. There is no
0: sympathy. No, no. and he ruined her trip. Why yes. is not he? Yeah. It's like, sorry about that family thing. Is that? I that was really it in it poor was taste. Insensitive, really. Uh, he has no tact no. or self-reflection. So the interesting thing is that Danny asked if it got dark and Christian goes, not completely. Yeah. Which is just odd.
1: Mark was freaking out about that, too, when they were like tripping together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, what time is it? And when it was like 9 p.m. or something, he's like, yeah. Yeah. But the sky's blue. Like yeah. he was like, he did not appreciate that.
0: Everyone realizes how weird this is. I guess. Yes. Yeah. But they're finally headed to Pele's commune proper. And we get these overhead shots of the group making their way there, and it's very reminiscent of The Shining. Yeah, take a shot. Take a shot. And of course, Mark is cracking wise the entire way. Uh. He's
1: terrified of ticks, and this is, like, I guess, an inside joke because Uh. Ari Aster was terrified of (laughs) ticks during shooting, and he had, he wore like two pairs of socks and had his pants tucked into his socks. Like, he was. So it's kind of like an inside joke because he was horrified the whole time they were filming. They're like, throw it in, throw it in. Right.
0: <laughs> I, hey, I don't blame him. No, no yeah. not
1: at all. He was like, what do he say? He has Lyme disease now. He's fucked. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... They make their way into the commune and they pass through this gigantic archway that's in the shape of the sun. And we follow Danny through the archway, and kids are fucking working it on flutes and in like, yeah. in like an ensemble. No, it. And it really adds to the tone of the place. It does. Everyone's dressed in white. The place is peaceful as hell, and it, you know, it honestly looks like a Ricola advertisement, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except a little culty. Uh, yeah, right. Ricola, but,
1: but more cult.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Ricolta. Ricolta. So the people are called the Herga and Pele says that they're like his family. They get their bags taken and they're offered small treats, I guess. Did
1: you, yeah. <laughs> Did you notice though that I think it's Ingmar comes and greets some guy and they put their hands behind the each back other's the, necks yeah. and everybody's kind of like, greeting each other and hugging but they stay frozen just staring at each other the whole time something about like everything's supposed to be very happy and this is a homecoming but the way it was unnerving like it looked really weird
0: pele does it too but they stop after a while yeah, they're gazing
1: at each other like this shit's about to go down (laughs) yeah Yeah,
0: i'm planning for this for yeah (laughs) (laughs) but pele embraces this older man called father odd And he also does it for a very long time, but they finally break apart, break apart. And Pele introduces Father Odd to his friends and he shakes all the guys' hands, but then he gives Danny a hug and says, welcome home.
1: Well, he tells the guys, welcome, welcome. And when he hugs her, he goes, welcome home.
0: Very odd. Yeah. Yeah. It is his name. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess we should.
1: He didn't have a choice.
0: But he explains the customs to them. How they're dressed the way they are and why, and he says that since they're they guests, they'll accommodate them with whatever they need. Mm-hmm. It made me laugh because Josh was trying to drop some like scholarly knowledge, and Father Odd just did not pay him yeah, any mind. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's like, anyways, uh, we're here for you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and when he's saying all that, he goes, "We're so happy to have you." And he's looking directly Straight at Danny. Yeah.
0: yeah. We then see a procession of tiny culty children. <laughs> Running towards a platform in the middle of the village, and it's under like a pole decorated with flowers. Sieve, a woman who appears to be some kind of leader, officially begins the festival with a toast. Josh just starts taking pictures, but he gets permission from Pelle to do it.
1: He's approaching it very scholarly. Like, yes, I'm not here for vacation, I'm here because I'm learning. Like,
0: he's taking it very seriously. Very seriously. It wasn't that that was the whole point for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
1: They're Here's... trying to get Swedish girls pregnant, but Josh is like, <laughs> I got a fucking thesis yeah. to
0: write. Yeah. I got a little confused here because Steve says it's been 90 years since their last feast and it'll be another 90 years until the next one. But I'm like, Pelle literally had photos on his phone from last year's Midsummer.
1: Well, I have that same question, but I think it's two different things. I think the Midsummer Celebration happens every year, but some of the other shit that they do right. does not. Ha- it only happens once every 90 years. Some of the end of the movie shit only happens every 90 years. Okay. But the Midsummer Festival happens every summer. That's how I took it.
0: So this, it's like the special stuff. Right, yeah, this right, is right. like midsummer was Plus. Because I confused too. I yeah, because yeah, like, I'm what like, what how is that possible? But yeah. I,
1: I have the same thought, but I think the celebration with the May Queen and all that, that happens every year. But the, the r- extra, other stuff, <laughs> it's a once in a lifetime thing. It's once every 90 years. Right. Like right. You're, okay, okay. Yeah.
0: So in between shots of Steve handing torches to an old woman and an old man, who will be important later. Yes. We see a physically deformed boy named Ruben finger painting as well as Maya, a teenage girl with red hair, getting ready for the festival. Steve screams the spirits back to the dead, which, wow. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah. That was a lot. Interesting. So children are outside dancing in a circle while Danny and the group watch them. Ingmar tells Simon that the game they're playing is called Skin the Fool. Yeah. Which totally doesn't fit like, it's, with what I see. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, they're just dancing in a circle. Uh, sure. Anyway, as the circle goes around next to the group, Maya playfully kicks Christian as she passes him. She smiles at him, and Danny watches. And oddly, Christian's like, can anyone join in on the game? Yeah. It's like,
1: what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that's weird. No, it's fucked yeah. up. Yeah. She watched the whole thing. Like, she's not stupid. Yeah,
0: and so he gets up and he joins the game. While they're gone, because I think Mark and Josh go with him. At least Mark does.
1: Yeah. It's it's just yeah. Danny and Pele left. Right.
0: So... Pele gives Danny her birthday gift, which is a drawing of her, (laughs) and the drawing has her with a flowery crown. It's signed at the bottom, it looks like, I thought, but it's actually runic alphabet symbols on her gown that she's wearing in the drawing, and she says she loves it and that Christian forgot her birthday, which she blames on herself. Yes,
1: a couple Mm -hmm. things here. She does blame herself for not reminding Christian that it was her birthday. A. Yes, B, she mentioned it to Pele once and he remembered and drew her a fucking picture. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. See, he's just shining trying to armor. get him some pussy. <laughs> disagree, uh, disagree. No, come on. C. Christian has known about this trip for a long time. Yes. It never occurred to him that they would be arriving in Sweden on Danny's birthday. He never realized that that. He's
3: just full of himself. It
0: doesn't matter. It's
1: just like all this evidence mounts to just he's such a shitty fucking person. Like, I just really want to (laughs) hammer that point home.
0: (laughs) There's nothing redeeming about this dude. No. According to The Week, the runes that are on Danny's gown in that drawing mean crisis and death and awakening or rebirth. Hmm. Interesting. The group walks around the village and Josh is asking questions for his thesis. They see children practicing carving runes on stones and they're told that I guess it's a common practice for them to carve the runes and then put them under their pillows and then dream about the power of the runes they carved. So we get an awkward moment when Danny and Christian are asked about how long they've been dating and they come up with different answers. And it's not different as in a matter of days like, oh, what do you mean, July 12th? No, July 10th. Christian says they've been dating for three and a half years, and Danny says they've been dating for four years in two weeks.
1: What does that mean? He forgot their fucking anniversary. Yes, and And she didn't say anything. Nope. During the whole
2: shot, they're still walking separate. They are. Yeah,
0: but Connie and Simon are
1: all over
0: each other. Yeah, and it leads to an even more awkward moment yes. when they're asking how Poor Inge- Ingmar, Connie and Simon met. Yeah,
2: that was just
0: weird. It was
1: really weird. And Ingmar's
0: like, "Oh, well, interestingly, I was dating Connie before Simon was." And Connie's like, "Hold uh, on, buddy. We went on one date and I didn't even know it was yeah. a date." So, check that tone. <laughs> drop that down yeah and then Ingmar corrects himself he's like oh well what I meant was and then but we see
1: what it was in your mind you know what I mean yeah
0: and I don't know maybe to me I feel like dudes with that mentality are kind of poison yeah like to be like you know you hang out with a girl and you're like that was a date
1: Ingmar is such a weird dichotomy to me no yeah because that is such a toxic attitude yeah yeah he seems so So sweet and warm
2: like it's He didn't know any better.
0: (laughs) But here's something that's odd to me, is that you have that history with Ingmar, yet you're willing to go to a different country for a nine-day festival with your third-wheel buddy that possibly isn't even over you?
1: But the way that she reacted to him saying it, I feel like that was probably the first time he expressed that he thought that they dated.
0: Maybe. Because she was like, what? They even said that Ingmar was going to officiate their wedding. Yeah. And (laughs) Ingmar...
1: (laughs) <laughs> when they even mention that they're getting married, Christian is like, son of a bitch. Like, he looks, he's like, like visibly like, fuck. He's like, no, get out. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, God, it's horrible. But Christian draws their attention to a yellow pyramid shaped hey, building. Hey, look over there. we yeah. yeah. talk about marriage. He tries to distract. Yeah. Uh, the building is apparently, according to Pele, a sacred temple that nobody is allowed inside. With as much as Josh is prying into everything, you think he'd be like, "Well, why what not? Do you mean? Yeah. Why can't we yeah. go in there?" But it just ends. <laughs> they also pass by a brown bear in a cage that does not get the attention it deserves. Simon's like, "Are we just gonna not gonna talk Nobody about the bear?" Talk about the bear, yeah. and they go, "It's a bear." Yeah, <laughs> that's it.
1: Can we find out the why yeah. of the
0: bear?
2: Why is there a bear here?
0: I mean, in a cage. Yeah, but Connie stops to take a look at another tapestry that's on display.
1: Another spoilerific <laughs> tapestry.
0: Yes. Now <laughs> <laughs> this tapestry, which Ingmar calls a love story, depicts a girl. I about that. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a girl falling in love with a boy, picking flowers, placing them under her pillow, and dreaming about the boy. And the next morning, it shows her trimming her pubic hair, <laughs> placing it into some cooking, menstruating into a glass, pouring that into her cooking, feeding it to the boy. Then the boy is hypnotized. I, I, love, I love the drawing. Of I the love hypnotist. his eyes.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Wow, 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 yeah. Wow.
0: It's like hypnotoad status. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but he, I guess, the boy falls in love with her, and the last picture shows her pregnant. So basically, I, it's the pl- it's the plot of the Notebook, right? <laughs> That's exactly what, That's happened what to I what I notebook. never saw the movie. I just yeah. assuming it's a love story.
2: That blanket <laughs> mango was weird. That was like, I don't know what was going on I, there. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. And of
0: course it will again another thing that makes sense later. Yes. So Pele takes the group to their sleeping quarters, which is a massive barn filled with beds and there's runes painted with flowers. It's just this is when I'm like, damn, the set designers are the shit. Yeah. Like they killed it on this movie. And all the research that had to go into oh, making no, yeah. this happen to where things are, you know, culturally accurate accurate and significant, it's just impressive. But Pele says that people stay here until they reach the age of thirty-six. He says the group that would fucking yeah. suck.
1: I'm oh, sorry, yeah. I well, know you're getting into no, it. No, no, but...
0: no. It's, a, yes. it's Oh
1: my god! They're small.
0: The, the beds look smaller than twin size. It's, yeah, that
1: would suck. And yeah.
0: it's a lot in one room.
1: Kids are crying. Yeah. it's all yeah. overcrowded. More Everybody's than one floor. Hot breath and their farts. It just. I, <laughs>
0: No, but they said that they the Haragas see their lives as seasons. You're a child until you're eighteen, which is your spring. Then summer is eighteen to thirty six when they do their pilgrimage. then from thirty six to fifty four they work, which is fall. Then their winter is fifty four to seventy two and then they become mentors. Danny's like, what happens at seventy two? And Pelly makes a joke that they die. He like slashes his throat. Right. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, and then they that, that's it. Yeah. Like, but no, what happens when you <laughs> turn seventy uh, two? No, 72. really. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to know. But Mark Mark fucking stays gross, dude, because yeah. he's like What, there's no privacy? What do you do if you to like jerk off? I'm like, yeah. Mark, shut up. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> But Danny makes her way over to a collection of photos on the wall. There are exactly 30 photographs, I counted. Hmm. And they're all of different women. And it turns out that they're the May Queens. Yeah. Every summer they have a dance competition where the winner is crowned the May Queen. When Danny asks Pele about the photos, she's actually interrupting Pele, totally telling Christian this, like, you drop the ball it's on her the birthday. whole birthday thing. <laughs> Yeah. And this girl, Inga, comes in and says the kids are watching Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just surprised that they're, I don't know, it's just the oddest Odd film moment. to choose. Yeah. But she lingers a bit looking at Mark before she leaves. And Mark's like, did you see that? Did you, what, do, did I see that? <laughs> this dude's just like a boner with legs. Yeah, he I is. I swear to God. But Christian pulls Danny outside and very, very awkwardly presents her with a piece of cake. Where, which, do where you did you get, get that? Uh, <laughs> that was like, yeah, And it's very a nice slice piece of, of like bite cake. cake. Yeah, but bus. he tries to light the candle on the cake because it also has a candle. Which where did you get that as well? And he's singing "Happy Birthday." The candle won't light, and Danny doesn't seem very impressed by this gesture. And she says, "I should be upset." But I'm not. Yeah. I, I guess that's kind of saying, like, you know, this is kind of what I've come to yeah. expect from you. Yeah. That night in the barn, they close the windows so everyone can get some sleep because the sun is just not going down. Right. And Pele's like, it's a big day tomorrow, the first day of ceremonies, and he calls it the Stupa. And Josh is like, what the fuck? Whoa, yeah. 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 He seems really shocked about it and a little shaken, but he doesn't share with the rest of the class. Which is
2: really fucked up. Absolutely. And I'd be mad. Oh, yeah. dude, Yeah. I'd want to see. I'd be like, "Oh, all right, I like that." But you should
1: have we'll 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 No, yeah, we'll I know
2: I'm just saying.
0: But Danny can't seem to get sleep and she just looks at the art that's painted in the barn. The next morning, Danny watches the group do's like some Swedish yoga or yeah, <laughs> I don't really know what's scat- going on. Or some yeah. yeah. <laughs> But then they all gather together at a table shaped like a rune, while women walk backwards in front of them, gathering flowers. Apparently, Danny's also picked some flowers, and she gives them to Christian.
1: Yeah, and he doesn't
0: deserve them. Not at all. And then fucking Mark. He's like, hey, should someone tell those girls they're walking stupid? (laughs) Yeah. I'm honestly surprised Pele hasn't smacked him.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that...
0: But the group continues standing at the table until a little boy rings a bell. And once he rings the bell, the old man and woman from earlier who were handed the torches, they suddenly emerge from the middle of the field. They're dressed in blue gowns and everybody else is dressed in white. And they take their seats at the head of the table. Once they sit down, everyone else sits down. Josh leans over to Pele and he goes, are those the ones and Pele says, Yeah. And you're like, what What's going to happen? So once they take their silverware in their hands, it's like a chain reaction. And you get this really cool overhead shot of everybody picking their silverware. It's almost like people doing the wave at like a sporting event. Yeah. yeah I know, <laughs> but yeah. with.
1: When food. that happened, I'd be like, Oh, it's a cold.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Up.
2: <laughs> it's a I see. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. In
0: the old dusty trail. (laughs) It's it's strange because that yellow sacred temple is behind them, but we never see them come out of the temple when they're there. They just emerge in the middle of the field and walk towards the table. But Mark notices Inga kind of sheepishly looking in his direction, and Maya, the redheaded teenager, is carving a rune at the table. The old man and the woman slowly stand up at the table and start to chant in Swedish and breathe sharply. Yes. It's odd. And the temple is centered behind them in the background of the shot. It looks really... it. The cinematography in this movie no, it's excellent. is amazing. I don't know how else to describe this movie except it's very clean looking. Yeah. Like it's pristine. No, yeah. It's yeah. amazing. But Steve stands up to toast them and the old woman has tears in her eyes as she toasts the old man and they both take a drink. <sighs> And then the two sit down in their chairs again, and they're kind of carried away on yeah. their chairs. And I just want to say, so I, the old man could pass for seventy-two, but that woman she looks
1: really young. She's like she
0: might yeah. be sixty. Yeah. I don't think she's seventy-two. Compliments to that old lady, I yes. guess. So everybody starts to follow the couple, but Mark bails. <laughs> but it- <laughs> they just woke up for breakfast, and he's like, "I'm tired." The voice oh, made me dude, laugh. Oh, no, it's bad because. I feel I don't know if they forgot to film him there, and so they just did some voiceovers They're after all, the fact. You
1: have the shot of everybody yeah. walking away, and you just hear Mark's voice. I'm beat. I'm gonna go take a nap. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah
3: it sounded it, like, like it was made, recorded like days later. It, like,
1: made me laugh. They knew people were gonna be like, "Hey, where's Mark in this yeah, scene?"
3: Yeah. Like, Got to
2: explain yeah. that. Really
0: away. funny. But they follow the couple, and the entire commune is gathered, looking up at a very high peak of a cliff. The old man and the woman are at the top. They're still being carried by their chairs, but they've had a wardrobe change. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Now
0: they're in gray, and the men carrying them are wearing blue. So Steve is down on the ground reading scripture from a massive book, and Josh sidles over to Pele and is like, hey, uh, (laughs) can I get in on that? (laughs) What's up with that? Yeah. And Pele says that he wouldn't be able to read it because he doesn't understand the language. And on top of the cliff, the man and the woman have their palms cut open and they smear the blood on a giant rune. And the rune, it has an R and an R carved into it and an arrow pointing up. I think it's the Konami code. <laughs> <laughs> but Damn it, I think you're right. Yeah. So Danny starts to breathe nervously as the old woman approaches the edge of the cliff. She reaches out to the sky and you get this amazing shot. You realize how fucking high up they are. Yeah, It's too much for me. And she looks straight at Danny and they kind of make eye contact for a pretty long time. And then she just spreads her arms and jumps. And when she jumps, she hits a boulder on the ground with a thud Falls back and it's so gory. Oh my god, she has no face. Her face is like a hole, yeah, yeah, her face was fucked, up. yeah. And, and blood's just pouring out. Danny is obviously shaken, and Simon and Connie are losing their fucking minds. And they're
1: losing their minds, and everyone around them is like, The fuck's wrong with them? Like, they're right. looking right. at them like, Shut uh, them up. Ingmar. Is this your first uh, stupa or whatever? Yeah. Is gonna...
0: <laughs> Ingmar is like, Everything's fine, right? It's like, Guys, Clearly, they've never had Astupa before. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. This is my my family, dude. I told him you were cool. So the old man approaches the cliff's edge and Simon's like, don't
3: jump. What else can you say? Exactly.
0: And the old man, (laughs) he jumps. Makes a poor decision. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, she did well, but I I got another. Give him a little of the old (laughs) razzle-dazzle. (laughs) He's <laughs> got another take on it. And <laughs> he jumps down feet first. He gets a zero from all the diving judges. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. His legs snap as he sticks the landing. He
2: didn't get the memo on how he was <laughs> he no, to he, not.
0: Yeah. he did not. But he cries out in pain because he, he didn't die on impact.
2: He's just
1: ruined his legs. Yeah.
0: And the entire crowd screams and cries with him yes. sympathetically. It's like they're feeling his pain as he's feeling it. So a man grabs a large hammer, walks over to the old man, and smashes his head. It's like, oh no, he still has his
1: face. I'll yeah, take care I'll, of man, that. Yeah, it's fine. Nope.
0: Made short work of that. Yeah. But then he passes the hammer to a girl who hits him again. And then two more people after that. And I'm like, yeah, stop, right. stop,
3: he's, he's already, already dead.
0: <laughs> and Simon grabs Connie and they're getting the fuck out of there. Which is honestly exactly what I would do in that yes. situation. I don't understand why anyone would stay, but Steve runs up to them and tries to explain the customs, which, look, I've got a very open mind, but at this point, it's beyond culture it's shock. A it's a,
2: it's pretty much inexcusable. It's and like You get old, and then you just gotta throw yourself off a cliff? <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, she way. says
1: that dying naturally corrupts the spirit.
0: She says they view life as a circle, and that this is a moment of great joy for the two people who just jumped, but... Danny's listening as she speaks, and it looks like Steve is talking to Danny Yeah, more than she's talking to Connie and Simon, who she was beginning are the conversation with. Yeah. So Ingmar apologizes for not warning them better. Which or I, at all.
1: For not
3: warning you, period. Yeah.
0: And the group walks back to the village, but Danny takes a moment for herself and cries alone. Christian goes to speak with Josh in the barn, and Josh is Who typing is away. was quite unaffected. Oh, yeah. Well, he knew what was coming, I yeah, guess, but, but it still... would still be pretty rough oh, to I see. Oh, I got to get this shit down while it's fresh. Exactly. And then their bones. Like, I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> but he's typing away, and Christian tells oh my him- God, It's man. so fucked up. He goes, if you had
1: any doubts <laughs> about what a piece of shit this dude is. He's a
0: well-rounded piece of shit. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Because he tells Josh that he's decided- that he's going to do his thesis on the Harga people and that he's open to collaboration.
1: (laughs) I would punch him in his face.
2: I I probably would have been a little upset. Oh my God. The whole point of Josh being there is to do this.
1: And he's been the one telling Christian, Hey, you need to decide what you're going to (laughs) do. And then
0: Christian's like, wait, I got an idea. Yours. (laughs) (laughs) I'll help you with it. You can help me with it. As if that's any kind of consolation. But Josh goes to Pele to basically tattle on Christian, (laughs) and Pele says the elders don't like things written down, which would kind of render the whole trip moot in the first place. But then he relents and he's like, "I'm gonna go talk to the, I'll talk to the elders for you." Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, shouldn't you have told me that before we came here?
1: Like, what's crazier is he's like, "Well, Christian already asked me."
0: Yeah. You
1: motherfucker! Like, Like,
0: uh... it's unbelievable. (laughs)
1: He went to Pele first and then was like, I guess I fucking better tell Josh. Yeah, cause... so
0: he doesn't get his shit all, <laughs> like you know. It's like crazy. But outside the barn, Connie and Simon are saying that they're going to leave tomorrow. Inside the barn, Danny is taking a page from their book and packing her shit to leave.
1: Don't blame her. At all. Yeah.
0: Pele comes in and apologizes and they sit down on her bed as she cries. He tries to say that he knows how she feels because his parents burned in a fire when he was a child but that he never felt lost because of the Harga. He said he never felt like he didn't have a family. He says he's always felt held. And then he asked Danny if she's felt that way and if Christian is capable of that level of support. And he's right. And he's right. And he's holding her hand at this point. And this is when I'm like, is Pelley genuine? Like, what's his angle here?
1: Mm -hmm. Why does he got to have an angle, man? Because he's he's acting pretty angly. Uh, I, I disagree. I don't. And again, in this scene, he's like, I was most excited for you to come. Yeah. And the way that they all act around her, it's like, you don't even know me. Not at all. Why
2: are you excited for me to come? Well,
1: I mean, because he's a a great guy. (laughs) But he doesn't know (laughs) her.
2: He's a good Swedish man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But we see the Herga burning the bodies of the jumpers. And I'm like, is this for the feast? Because at this point, I don't trust anything they do. And I'll believe fucking anything. But Christian checks on Danny, and she's obviously shaken. And he's like, "You know, we should try to be more open-minded to their culture." And Danny's like,
1: "Bitch, like, yeah. are you fucking?" He's King. like, "We put our old people in homes, so like, it's the yeah, same it's thing. the same thing,
0: throwing them off a cliff." The thing is, the Ada stupa was a real thing that, that that happened that people did that. But I mean, it was a long That's time a ago. Whole lot. Right. It's not something that people do to this day that you know about.
3: Yeah. Ah. yeah.
0: <laughs> So that night, Danny borrows a sleeping pill from Josh and she tries to get some sleep. But later in the night, she hears everyone sneaking out of the barn. She gets her shoes on and heads outside to see the group speeding away in a car. And it's actually dark outside. This is another dark scene. And she screams for them to stop, but black smoke pours out of her mouth. Then we get shots of the dead Herga man, his face apart and then coming back together. And most disturbingly... We see Danny's parents and Terry lying dead at the rock, with the blood of the old woman on top of it, Mm -hmm. and the hoses attached to Terry's mouth. And then we realize that Danny was sleeping. This is all a dream, right?
1: I'll tell you one thing: I'd never take another one of those. Yeah, no. no. (laughs)
0: So you can keep that, Josh. I'll just stay
1: awake. (laughs) (laughs) I took an Ambien one time. Really? And I kept waking up crying. Like what? Yeah. It like messed me up. I was crying in my sleep, and I was waking up actively crying. Then I'd go back to sleep, and I, I so for I know the ambient does not work for uh-huh. me. So if I were Danny, I'd did be you, like,
0: "Did you tweet something racist and lose your TV show?"
1: <laughs> I thought she was white. <laughs> um. Anyway, if I were Danny, I'd. I'd That's the be end Blaming it. it. Yeah, I'd be blaming it on the sleeping pill. <laughs>
0: So in the next morning, we see Danny sleeping and Maya is wide awake. However, and she grabs the rune that she carved from earlier and places it under Christian's bed. Josh sees all this happening, <laughs> just
1: watching it. But yeah. Doesn't do
0: shit. First of all, Maya's real shit at checking. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't check to see engine. the ghost is clear. He's Josh is just blinking and watching. It's it's terrible, but. Outside, the children are collecting the ashes of the old people who sacrificed themselves that they burned up earlier, mm-hmm. and they're shoveling them at the site of an old fell tree as people are singing in Swedish. And Josh is openly filming all of this. We, we learn this might be okay, though, because Pele says that the elders have given him permission for his thesis as long as he doesn't use names or, or say location. where the commune is. Yeah, right so josh apparently took that rune that he saw maya put under christian's bed and he's like hey Pele, what's this and Pele says it's a love rune to cast a love spell and then Pele tells christian the good news about the thesis but he also says that he'll have to share it with josh and christian's like oh yeah i already told him <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: Also, something interesting is all Josh says is, I found this under Christian's bed. Right. And Pele immediately <gasps> knew who put it That's there. That's true. Yeah. He I tells, didn't even think yeah. about it. He didn't that. say, hey, I saw that redheaded girl. He was just like, oh, Maya has come of age. Like, yes. yeah. he knew exactly he, who did it. He tells her
0: that. I didn't catch her. Yeah. Now, the worst thing to me is that he tells Christian that Maya has a crush. And then he says that she's been basically given her license to have sex. Yeah. Maya's like 15. Yeah. And also, why would Pele tell Christian this? This is another thing for me to be like, what is, what are Pele's motives?
2: Yeah, see, he's... Uh... But
1: like, how much of it can you chalk up to, oh, maybe they just openly talk about that stuff here. Like, obviously, uh... they do some some shit that we don't do. Uh... It's, it's uh... odd. It's, it's like, odd.
0: So maybe you could leave Danny uh... and... Uh... Mm-hmm figure something out yeah a nice trade but they suddenly hear screaming and a man named Ulf oh my God. is running over to the tree where their kids were placing the ashes earlier we see that Mark is pissing on the ancestral tree the whole time Mark is nonplussed about it but Ulf breaks down crying yeah while Pelle tries to explain to Mark why the tree is so important and Mark's just like I I, I had, had to, to pee. pee yeah I don't understand why is he so
1: upset that- And Christian is laughing the whole time. I don't know if you saw him behind them. He's watching the whole thing and just laughing. Like, it's funny.
2: I had a problem with this scene... Only because those kids, they were just there putting the ash. That's exactly. That yes. would have not been done by the time he went over there to go take a piss. No, and that tree was not high enough to hide him. Why he's taking a piss? No, there I was think, no excuse yes. for him yeah, to have gone so, there whatsoever. It's like come on, and then he went from just being the annoying dickhead guy to just being stupid. Yeah, and I was like, come I on. I think. Man. And
0: I think that's what bothers me the most is that. After he's told, he's not like, oh, shit. No, yeah.
1: No, there no, is no remorse. He's yeah. like, what? No, yeah. You know?
0: And the, and honestly, the kids, I think they had to have still been there. Yeah. So he's like, I'll just whip out the old lizard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the yeah. fuck are don't you doing? Don't look, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fuck? And we've proven that they're outhouse because Danny was tripping and yeah. one. So just go piss somewhere yeah. else. I don't get that at all. But we then see Connie grabbing all of her stuff from the barn, and she's getting ready to leave. Outside, however, Father Odd comes up and he tells her that Simon has already left and that he's waiting for her at the station. Somebody drove Simon to the station. He says the car could only fit two people. And it takes 90 minutes until the train is done for the day. And it takes 35 minutes to get there, 35 minutes to get back. And then it would be another 35 minutes, which would put them over time. And so she's like, Well, it, it just literally makes no sense.
1: She goes, I could have sat on his lap. He's like, We oh. obey traffic laws. Like, <laughs> yeah. How dare you? First
0: of all, you obey traffic laws, but we just fucking watch these people get like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, themselves we, in front yeah. of everyone.
1: This whole, like, we don't know Connie and Simon very well. No. But they seem like they have a really good relationship. And if it were me and you, no, John Paul, yes, I'd be like, no, after no. we saw all this happen and he was outraged and he was grabbing her that's, and saying, let's get the fuck out of here. I'd be like, there's no way John Paul yeah, fucking left me here with these people. That's there's no thing, way. I'll
2: promise you. I'm not leaving you anywhere. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so not, if you guys, I should have put yeah, that in the vows. So if, I'm, yeah. if I'm gone, something's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I would
1: immediately know because she was like, why, why would he do that? Yeah. Like, he didn't even tell me. Oh, well, he was just in a hurry because they were leaving. I would and never it makes
0: believe no that. Sense. Yeah, no, I would never there's no
1: that. way in hell, like, no way. And the ever. thing is,
0: is that he doesn't know how well they know each other, how yeah. long they've been yeah. dating,
1: and he's just like super chill about it. It's like, Connie, I don't know what to tell yeah. you, man. Like- yeah, and
0: then he just kind of walks away and then he hums, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which would just piss me off more. I'd be like, you fucker, but absolutely suspicious, but. Danny interrupts Christian while he's interviewing a Harga man to tell him about the situation with Connie. He listens to her for about two seconds. He's like,
1: man, that's crazy, bro. So anyway.
0: And then the conversation he gets into isn't even light. He's like, so anyways, you guys do incest here? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, holy shit. And the guy says that they don't. He says they respect uh, the taboo of incest. Yeah, yeah.
1: But he also says, so we've had to bring in outsiders.
2: Yes. Which is like, Ding! who and what? High yeah. red flag. Exactly. All right. It's like, oh, shit. So yeah, many opportunities yeah. to realize I'm that an shit's outsider. going on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Danny looks at him while he's talking, and it looks like she's going through the realization that he's garbage. Yeah. Right? Because she stares at him for a long time like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And then she wanders over by the kitchen area. So a hair woman invites her inside and asks if she wants to join them. Danny asks her about Simon, and she says, that, oh, yeah, he was driven to the station. So they've got their story straight. Oh, yeah. yeah. They had a meeting. But when she hears this, she calms down a little bit, and she's getting instructed on how to make meat pies. But we then see Maya ominously carrying a baked meat pie to her countertop, and it's just eerily shot. It shouldn't be. No. <laughs> No, it should be. But, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. And for reasons we'll discover. And if you remember a certain tapestry. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that everybody seems to have forgotten about. Yeah, but exactly. Anyway.
0: So in what looks like a dark temple, an elder is explaining their alphabet and scripture to Josh. Some of the pages in the book have paint on them. And the elder explains that the book is continuing to be written by Reuben, who happens to be an oracle. He says Reuben, with his physical deformities and birth defects, has an unclouded mind, and he is a deliberate product of inbreeding, which that completely all are. conflicts yeah. with what that yeah. man told
1: Christian. Christian, yeah.
0: So Josh asks if he can take a picture of the book, and the elder snaps that shit <laughs> shut oh, like yeah. Richard Gere I, uh... in Pretty Woman. <laughs> That's what That's
2: I, I, that thought no was, no, I thought. There's no giggling. No, there is not. was funny. He's like, oh, these are sacred to us. Can I take a picture of yeah. it? No. <laughs> what made He's you like, think you that man mind? was going to let you do that? But he shot his shot. Yeah. Yeah. He did.
0: Hey, I mean, it's always no if you don't ask. <laughs> but then all of this is broken up when we hear the distant sound of a woman screaming.
1: It's like a horrible it's scream. It's terrible.
0: Right. It's not like the chanting they've been doing. It's nothing like that.
1: And everybody hears her. Yes.
0: Yeah. Danny hears her, we see. And then we see, we see Mark hear her, and he looks really concerned, but then he sees Inga, and he's like, oh, shit. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when they're called to dinner. At dinner, they're all seated at the table, and they're all served meat pies. Christians drink appears way redder. Noticeably so. Noticeably than everyone else's. It looks like everybody else is drinking like pineapple juice and he's drinking grapefruit. Yeah. yeah. Right? No, um yeah. did you
1: notice that Danny asks if anybody has seen Connie and Mark's <laughs> like, well I saw her run it. Well how did he say it? Yeah,
0: I saw her running
1: looked like she was running a marathon or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So at this point, Simon has Left
3: right, uh huh.
1: Air quotes, yeah. yeah. Connie was very upset. We heard a blood-curdling scream. Mm-hmm. Mark saw her running, and now she's not at, yeah,
2: she's just gone. Dinner, no, dinner, yeah.
0: whatever the fuck this is. And Danny is smart because she's asking questions, she's the only one. <laughs> but then a hairgum man leans over and he's like, I'll nip that in the butt. <laughs> I'll field this one. Yeah, he's like, listen, here's what happened. All right. Simon called Connie, calmed her down real good. Then I drove her to the station. (laughs) Any questions? Back to my meat pie. Uh.
1: (laughs) I love this moment, though, because they're all sitting there and Danny's kind of like, no pun intended, but chewing on this information. Mm -hmm. And she goes, You do, I I can see you doing something like that. Yeah,
0: she does it. And Christian's like, What? And And she's she's just
1: sitting there like, it's like, this is a really pivotal moment that she's like, after him not really reacting at all to the fact that Connie got left here, she's like, you're kind of a piece of shit. Like, you see it on her face and she's like, you would do some shit like that. It's
3: starting
0: to stack up.
1: Yes. I just, that's a really, really good moment. And Christian's like...
0: (laughs) And it's really important. Yeah, he's so offended. He's like, how dare you? Because I remembered your birthday without prompting. (laughs) Remember the cake? (laughs) Yeah. But... Oh, f- is staring a hole through oh, Mark. Man. He's still pissed off about the tree pissing for good reason.
1: He goes, "Is he gonna kill me?"
0: Yeah, and mm, <laughs> Josh tries to bring up the book to Christian, asking if he had a chance to look at it or anything. And Christian's annoyed, and Josh is like, "Fuck it, forget it." Yes, man. And Christian takes a bite of his meat pie, and he pulls out. Okay, <laughs> he pulls out a red hair from his mouth, and from a mile like. <laughs> Seemingly a mile away, Mark's like, is that a fucking pube? Yeah. It's like, how did you... It could have been anything. But even so, would
1: you not immediately think about the tapestry yeah, you saw yeah. of a woman yes. putting her pubes
0: in food? It's like, hmm. And then my juice is red. <laughs>
2: yeah. Wouldn't Why you wouldn't notice, you think uh, of that? Yeah. It's like, hey, wait, my drink doesn't look like everybody else's. Anybody no, yes. else's. Uh, but
0: then he looks over at Maya, Christian does, and then immediately takes a sip of that red juice. <laughs> yeah. But this is where it gets really weird to me because Inga comes up and she taps Mark on the shoulder and she's like, come, I'll show you. And he's like, what? She's like, I'll show you, come. And he goes, I'm going to go. She's going to show me. She's going to show me. It's like, what? Yeah. Show you what? You were the easiest person to get away from the yeah, group. Yeah, no. It's
2: like, you deserve to die. Exactly. Zero God questions. Damn, uh...
0: So Josh looks really unsettled and we smash cut to him in the barn and Danny's asking to borrow another sleeping pill, despite her uh, tweeting scandal yeah. <laughs> the night before.
1: <laughs> despite losing her hit TV show, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> the Arders—they did it without her. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to sleep. Josh does clearly on the intent of doing some sneaking, because we get a shot of his shoes.
3: Shoes, <laughs>
1: exactly. You and, don't sleep with shoes, no, though, dude. Yes, you do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> If you just collapse, Uh. I guess. But after everyone is fast asleep, he quietly sneaks his way over to the apparently less sacred temple. Right. Because it's not yellow. Exactly. He goes inside and he goes over to where the book was that he was reading earlier with the elder And he starts taking some pictures from the book. And he's
2: snapping them quick. He
0: is. Total violation. As much
2: as he can. But he stays there a long time. He's trying to get every... It's greedy. I would have got a couple and then left. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was there, just kept going. Gotta get every single page.
0: I think the other thing that gets me is you went from, oh, you can't do it. To you're actually being able to interview the elders. Give it another day; they might let you take some pictures. Yeah, yeah. No, there's yeah. no
1: way in hell. Like no, no, no.
0: But we see someone sneak in behind him, and he turns around and he thinks it's Mark, and he's like, "Dude, we are not supposed to, to <laughs> Close be the here." Door. Exactly. But when, but gets... how do you okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> as dark as it is, you're able to tell that it's Mark, but you're not able to tell that he is naked. Yes, from the yeah. way.
0: exactly. And he sees that when he does finally get a closer look. But like, Mark, what the hell? It's clearly someone wearing Mark's skin. And then he's clubbed over the head with a giant hammer, and he's dragged away through his own blood. Now, this is where the slasher influence comes in for me, because the man wearing Mark's skin, which I've read is supposed to be Ulf. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. He peers over Josh's body, and he tilts his head just like Michael Myers, (laughs) and he doesn't look far off from Michael Myers in that mask. Right. So the next day, the entire group is enjoying breakfast. Danny asks if Mark is still with that girl, and Pele is like, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the elders stands up, and he says, the 19th edition of our scripture, which, by the way, I didn't realize they had, like, publishing shit. <laughs> the 19th edition is missing. Well, it was found to be missing, which is kind of an oxymoron. <laughs>
1: Pick one or the other. Exactly.
0: Was it found or is it missing? But after breakfast, the elders asked the group about it, and Christian just throws Josh under the bus immediately. It's unbelievable. We don't know him. We don't associate
1: with him. We don't know where (laughs) he went. We yeah. In fact, we talk
0: to him when he gets back. We thought he was a Heriga. We just met him (laughs) here. (laughs) He's (laughs) not one of your people. Oh wow, interesting. Anyway, let's get the fuck out of here. He sucks. He sucks so bad. No, it's really bad. But Pele takes the responsibility for it, and he goes with Father Odd to look for Mark and Josh. I imagine, to me, this is like when an employee says, well, I'll go ask the manager if we can do something about that, and they go back there and like, so how's about you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You're not fucking doing anything. So, Danny's told that she'll be with the women today, and Christian is told that Steve wants to speak with him in her house. We then see some really close up shots of some herbal tea being made. I don't know why this was so satisfying to me. It was beautiful. I thought it was really cool looking.
1: And I hate tea. I'd love some of that tea. It was oh, yeah, I'd give it
0: a try. Well, maybe not this tea. No.
1: <laughs> maybe not from them. I see
0: what you guys do with the tea. Uh... But women are lining up for a glass, and they're all dressed in white like the pictures that we saw at the beginning of the film. Danny is also dressed in complete Harga garb, complete with a crown of flowers much like Pelle's drawing for her yeah. birthday, and the rune symbols on her gown are the same as the ones in Pelle's drawing. Mm-hmm. It's very odd and interesting. But Danny asks <laughs> what the T is and She's told it's tea for the competition and asks All no right. follow-up yeah. questions and just drinks it. Fall down kick. the hatch. I'm like, after what happened with the mushroom tea, you're just like, man, eh, sure, go, but this will be go, go. different.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the women stand in circles around the maypole and Danny looks down and she sees her feet are covered in grass. And she's like, oh shit,
1: not again. Turning into a plant again? Yeah. God
0: damn. Fuck. So an elder woman tells her the history of the competition and basically saying that, Everybody is going to dance to the music until they can't anymore, and they fall. And when they fall, they're out of the competition. Once they start to dance, the trees behind them begin to warp. hmm Again. They tripping. They, yes. Inside the house, Christian sits down to talk with Steve. Again, the set design, I love all the drawings in this house. It's so intricately
1: specifically right across from Christian as he's sitting, I guess, waiting for her to come talk to him. Uh huh. There's a picture of a bear like burning alive because mm-hmm. he looks like he's screaming. Oh shit! Did yeah. you not see that? I didn't catch that at all. Yeah, it's in the wall and it's a bear. He look. He literally is on fire and yeah. it looks like he's screaming. That's and important. And Christian's just looking at it <sighs> while he's waiting on her to come out. Oh well, right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
0: So Christian sits down with her and he assumes that she wants to talk about the missing scriptures, but she wants to talk about Maya.
1: And he's like, I don't know where Josh is. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything. Look,
1: what's Josh. I don't, I've never <laughs> heard the name. Is it hot in here?
0: <laughs> so she says that they've been approved to mate and fucking Christian. He's like, I think I ate one of her pubic hairs. And Steve is like, yeah, yeah probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Sounds like Maya. Oh, yeah, that's what we do.
0: That's how she does it. So
1: now, hold on before we leave. Okay. I do have something I want to say. Go for it. When she said that they were approved to mate or whatever fucking weird shit she said, she said that he's an astrological match to Maya. How the fuck does she know what his astrological sign is? That unless Pele reported that setting it up. Yeah, that's. <sighs> He's the only one Doesn't in that community. does so good
2: now, huh? No. I, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm, still t-
1: I'm still, TP. I'm still <laughs> Team Pele. Um, but no, he's the only one that would know, like have any way of knowing right, right. No, of the Harriga's what the fuck Christian's birthday is. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was, um, I thought that was very interesting. Right.
0: And again, a lot of we see it a lot in horror movies. No questions. No. Yeah.
1: He's just like, I ate her pube. Like, he, was yeah. just like, he didn't give a shit what this lady no, was saying. I, I,
0: don't know what astro- I don't know what the astrological thing you're talking about is, but <laughs> I did eat a pube earlier. But he leaves the house, and he sees the women dancing around the maypole. Danny is having the time of her life.
1: Yeah, she is. Yeah. Just
0: overjoyed. They stop the music when some of the women fall, and then they restart it again.
1: Is this when she looks at Christian? Yes. He's not even fucking watching No. Right. no. <laughs> yeah. Like, if we go to Sweden and I'm dancing in some May Queen competition, wouldn't you want, like, be a little bit invested well, or
3: interested? Yeah. yeah I <laughs>
2: probably wouldn't let you out of my sight. But it, it, he's it, just it, like, that's true, yeah. too. after everything <laughs> no, that's yeah, happened, the, he's the, just the, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, boring. <laughs> yeah. She's just, Wasted and dancing her ass yeah. off. And just, just winging it. Doesn't know what's going on. She's like, fuck it. And he's yeah. just yawning, yeah, he's sitting just there. Over
1: there. Like, he could not give a fuck less. Uh,
0: but a lot of stuff goes on as they're dancing because they're spinning around. And then Danny sees a woman vomit. Yeah. And then, f- like, fall out of the competition. Mm-hmm. And she looks really disturbed, but she keeps dancing. Maya gets eliminated from the competition, and she stares at Christian. But and she then, gets
1: eliminated as soon as Christian comes and yeah, sits down. It was on yeah.
0: purpose. Yes. It was clearly it's on like, purpose. But a woman brings some tea over to Christian, and she says, okay. She says it opens you to the influence. It breaks
1: down your defenses and leaves you
0: open to influence. Um, excuse me? I don't want that here. At the start, he smartly says he doesn't want it. And then he looks over at Maya, and then he drinks it because he's a fucking idiot. And
1: it's like... She he he was like I think I'll have a bad trip, but she's like no 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 you you drink it like it's fine. Yeah, oh okay. She All walks right. away. It's like you didn't just pour it in the grass. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. not even watching That's what you I anymore. Nobody thought. cares. You
0: did not have to do and it. I'm sorry. Her selling of the drink was horrible. No, nah.
1: I don't want any of that. No.
0: But the dance continues, and Danny and everyone else <laughs> looks fucking exhausted. All of a sudden, <laughs> Danny's speaking in Swedish. Yeah, and she can also understand yeah. it. And immediately after that, the final girls drop out, and Danny's the last woman standing, or dancing. Dancing, yeah. And she's crowned the May Queen, and she's given an even more ornate flower crown, and they all gather in a group and take pictures of her. Now, the entire Herga group is together, and then we get a shot of Christian standing alone at the Maypole. I thought it was pretty interesting.
1: Looking all meh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I brought I knew the dog before yeah. <laughs> he came to class, you know? But the hair guy embrace her and she's kind of going through a group of them and their faces are warping as she's passing them, and then she sees her parents walk by. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, Mom, and just continues going.
1: I think her sister is in there too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's insanity. But Pele comes up and Kisses her on the mouth.
1: It is a romantic
0: kiss. That is yes. Yeah. But they place Danny on this platform and they pick her up and they start to sing a song.
1: Real quick though, when he kissed her, that's when I noticed that the flower, the flowers yeah. on yes, her crown, look burning. like they're breathing yeah. with her.
0: Yes, it's very odd. The plants and stuff during this trip. Yes, especially the flowers on her crown. Those yes. are I don't know why that was so unsettling. The creepiest thing in the entire film to me, as they carry her out. The trees almost subliminally form the shape of her dead sister with the hose taped to her face. And her
1: eyes all crazy. And, yes. Yeah.
0: And it took me two or three times watching it to realize that that was even there. Yeah. It's so well hidden in the background. But once because you see it. Because it's this
1: beautiful, like, wide shot of Danny being carried and all these. But, like, there's so much to look at. Uh-huh. You're not looking up in the corner at no. the trees. But it's, once
0: you see it, it's hard to yeah. forget. Yes. So at their next meal, <laughs> Danny is seated at the head of the table and she's still hallucinating. And like you said, the flowers are warping and breathing yeah. with her on yeah. her head. Even the chair she's sitting in, the leaves on it are moving with, with her, her as she's yeah. moving it. Christian sits down far away and it's like she's the person of honor at the table. Mm-hmm. They sit when she does, they begin to eat when she does. Just it like travels with the down. Old people, exactly. Yeah. Then a woman comes out of nowhere and tries to feed Danny a herring for good luck, which she spits out and groans. The thing is, is that when she groans, everyone groans with her. Yes. And then they start to laugh.
1: Well, and they're like, you did very well. And I'm like, she didn't. No, she, well, I guess you tried. She She tried,
0: though. (laughs) The thing is, though, is that these are the two only things that are accurate, really, as far as midsummer traditions go. Mm-hmm. You've got the maypole, you've got the dancing, and you got the herring. Everything else is kind of
1: we we took liberties, yeah.
0: <laughs> but Christian is sitting next to an old man, and he asks him what's going on because he's starting to feel the ill <laughs> yeah, effects of the tea. A he's a dick, man. <laughs> The old man claps in his face, and Christian's entire world shatters. And then he answers the old man, heartbroken. He's like,
1: why'd you do that? (laughs) He's like crying. (laughs) He is. Well, the old, like, why? Why did he do that? There was no
2: reason for him to do that. He's probably like, you're
1: fucking rude to our make
3: Exactly. (laughs) They're down
2: there loving her, and he's over there freaking out. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck?
0: But they make a toast to Danny and tell her that they're family now. Christian realizes that he's actually seated across from Maya, who stands up and kind of beckons him to follow her into a nearby house but he doesn't. Steve stands up after the meal and says the May Queen's now required to bless the crops and the livestock. Oddly, Danny asks if Christian can come with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like,
1: "Oh no. Yeah, oh we Honey, can't do no. that." Yeah. yeah. Also, during the meal, Pele is drawing her again as the May Queen.
0: Did you notice that the crown on the paper moves on its own? (gasps) I did Mm -hmm. not. Very strange because we're kind of viewing things through Danny with these hallucinations, but Danny doesn't see that. She can't see that. And we still see that happen. But Danny gets into a yellow carriage and is taken to the crops and the livestock. Still at the table, Christian sees a woman dropping flower petals outside of the building that Maya went into, and she continues the path of petals until she reaches him mm-hmm. specifically. Specifically, yeah. yeah. And then she's basically like, "Go on." Be I mean, like, I no, no, no,
1: thank you, please. Yeah. But he drank
0: that drink, and so he's like, "All right, defenses are down." Exactly. So he gets up and he starts walking towards it. We see Danny; they're planting crops, and they put like raw meat in with the crops and. Crack an egg. It's like some ritualistic, like old school. I don't know what
2: they're planning there. I
0: don't know. I think they're growing more meat. Meat. (laughs) (laughs) A meat tree. Yeah. But inside the temple, Christian's already in a robe. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the elders gives him some smoke to breathe in that he says is for vitality. So I guess he's got his steamed Viagra. Yes. (laughs) He's got his wad of hundreds. He's ready to plow. He's ready to plow. (laughs) So a man with a mask that looks like a mop. Yeah, right. Leads him into a room where Maya is waiting, naked on a bed of flowers. She's surrounded by naked women who are swaying and singing. Yes. A woman takes Christian's robe off, and he starts to have sex with Maya. <laughs> okay, this is when it gets really weird.
2: <laughs> people are. This have is to the get point really where cool you're like, yes. The-
0: <laughs> 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 Maya reaches out to a woman who I, for some reason, assume is her mother.
2: Yeah, that's, I, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, that's what I
0: thought too. That's how I took it. But the woman kneels down next to Maya and she grabs her hand and <laughs> <laughs> starts singing to her. Christian Disney <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> so
2: weird. Yeah, don't do that. Um, <laughs> Christian's like, what the <laughs> yeah. He yeah. stops
0: and he's just weirded out. But then he keeps going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he finds the strength. Yeah, he continues the sex. He thing. took
1: the smoke. He oh drank my. the tea. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oddly, as Maya starts moaning, all the women join her. And then we then see Reuben Ruben. lying on a bed, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, in just, the room. Reuben likes to watch.
3: I guess. Yeah, this right. is but the it's,
2: weirdest it's, porn I've ever seen. I don't know what the fuck. I was couldn't.
1: I was not clear. Is he in the room with them, or I is I, he yeah, in his I room thought. and he can see this? okay
0: because he's an oracle
1: i thought yeah i thought he was there but when i watched it this time i don't feel like he's in the room i think he's like oh they they
0: got him yeah (laughs) damn i thought you were gonna get out (laughs) guess not (laughs) that's a good point but danny arrives back at the village and she hears the women moaning from outside Mm. after being told not to go into the temple Yeah, Yeah, don't don't do that She heads over there anyway, and she looks through the keyhole, and she sees Christian with the women, and she throws up and begins to
2: wail really loudly. I do want to say, and I know you've said it a few times before, but she always looks so sad. She, she really does. does. She looks so sad. And Her I'm frown like, is like, I almost just want to get I'm like, God yes, damn, it's, dude. It's really okay. yeah. yeah. sad. I'm like, and she does look, I, I noticed too, I was like, she looks tiny in a lot of these scenes. Yeah. But she's my height. No shit. So Yeah, she's my <laughs> well, height. So I was like, fuck, then I must look like that. Like, <laughs> well, now you know how yeah, you look on screen. Like, I'm I the must, May yeah. Queen.
0: <laughs> There's a little May Queen in yeah, all of us. Right? <laughs> so the women take her to the barn and she has i guess a panic attack it seems like but all the women gather around her and they match the intensity of her cries and the breathing with her cries until they're all breathing and crying in unison yeah
2: so does that mean they're feeling
3: what she's
1: feeling i think so i feel like that's a thing that they have done numerous times it's like the way that they're connected and their empathy, mm-hmm. they yeah, that's that's okay. how I took okay. it.
2: Yeah, I just was they're like
1: suffering a with her because they yeah. were like crying okay, and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. I read from Ari Aster. He had he did an interview and he said that the language of the Harriga is empathy.
1: Oh wow! Oh, I stumbled okay. ass backwards. Right. A yeah. So I mean, it,
0: it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, no. I mean, it, from all the stuff you see, it makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. But there's a cut to the Bone House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Christian's doing his business with Maya.
3: Okay. This is, what I, this I, is I when I
1: remember sitting in the movie theater and being like okay <laughs> uh again I am here with my parents. Right. Um this is like I mean it's bad, but yeah, you know yeah. whatever this, this is, is a ritualistic whatever the fuck. Yeah. When this happens I'm like I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> No, it's funny because it's too much. It's, it's beyond what's necessary. Yeah. Because an old woman gets behind Christian and starts pushing on his ass, like "Hurry up, granny!"
2: No, we've
0: been. Yep. <laughs> it's it's funny because the movie is two hours and twenty seven minutes long, and it's flowed so well. At this point, I'm looking at my watch, like "Damn, this That's- movie's been on." <laughs>
1: <laughs> For, you shit know, with yet. My God damn, <laughs> I sat through it, but it's like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Got I, think, it. I
0: think it could have been two hours and 24 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is this group of scenes could have been accomplished a lot quicker.
1: <laughs> 100%. I agree.
0: All you need is Christian walking in. Maybe, <laughs> maybe him even climbing on top of Maya. They yeah. start to have sex. And then... Danny arrives back at the village. Yeah. She looks through the keyhole. We hear the yeah. moaning, and that's enough. No. We there don't was need a lot. this.
2: <laughs> yeah, they were moaning with her. We will and say yeah. uh,
1: nothing is left that, in the imagination.
2: Yeah, no, no leave was... this
0: for the director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> but they finish and having... And I did
1: read that this scene was longer and that they cut it down. Well, I'm
0: glad. Yeah,
1: because God Could have handled a
0: little more scissors there, Ari. Yeah. <laughs> but they finish having sex. Maya pulls her legs up to her chest and says she can feel the baby inside of her. Now, I'm not a doctor.
1: (laughs) 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 Not an OBGYN. I
0: don't think it works that quickly. But I guess in the afterglow, Christian's in the afterno. Yeah.
1: (laughs) What have I done? And he freaks
0: out and he runs out of the temple frightened. But ass naked. But ass naked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I read that it was the actor's insistence that he be naked because Christian was supposed to put his robe back on and run. Right. And I like his justification was that in so many horror movies, we see women kind of naked and disgraced and running around and scared. And he's like, it's a man's turn to kind of, right. 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 And I'm like, hell yeah. It's a man's turn it's, it's, to be naked and
0: afraid. <laughs> it demonstrates that vulnerability. Yeah, that you I, really thought that do. Was, I
1: thought it was, I mean, it's gratuitous,
2: but no, it I, is.
1: I, I, once I read that, I was like, yeah, man, like well, you're, you're right. You
2: want to see a man naked and afraid? Turn off the lights. I'm taking a shower. <laughs> 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 I get scared real quick. Like, Who's there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but th- Thankfully Christian hides his shame
3: After yeah. a little while Eventually,
0: He tries to run left He sees people He tries to run right He sees people So he heads straight But then he sees At a house Josh's leg His severed leg Is planted yeah. In the ground
1: My question For that is Why
0: I don't know because
1: at the, at, at, is it like after a certain point and they're like oh we're not we don't need to fucking hide it anymore they drink the tea it's like I don't maybe that part I don't like it's a really creepy visual but why well, did they do that I think well.
0: they were trying to grow another Josh <laughs>
1: clearly
3: <laughs>
0: probably no. <laughs> no but I I don't I don't get it either is because it,
2: uh, what it, your body is gonna. What deteriorate into the earth? I get that, but why back? But the thing thing is, why would you have it sticking out? It's it's been—it's a crop. uh,
0: Everything's been hidden. It's a
2: little little. Everything has
0: been hidden. But now they're like, "All right, let's just everything's going crazy now. Let's do it. Like fuck it, fuck it. (laughs) We got his seed. (laughs) She's (laughs) the May Queen. Let's keep going. So he runs inside a building and shuts the door. But when he turns around. He sees Simon's body flayed and decorated Uh with flowers. His lungs have been pulled out of Mm -hmm. his back. And he's still breathing. he's still breathing. Now, I, I read that this is an old Viking torture technique. I heard on Wisecrack that they don't necessarily have proof that this was done but it was written about so there is the potential that it was actually a real thing that did happen
1: it's just another i mean i guess it could be explained as being part of the ritual but like why did they do that
0: and my question is why simon yeah is it
1: because because he was the loudest and he was like we're getting the fuck out of here Mm, and they're like oh no no simon no.
2: But, no. I mean, he didn't do anything bad. None of them
1: uh, did. I mean, Mark did, but... Yeah, honestly, Christian Mark... Josh
2: did, dick. too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mark deserved the blood eagle more than... Yeah. Yeah. ...Simon.
1: But, I mean, they took Simon first. They They're like, we already did that,
0: so... Yeah. yeah. I guess we'll just skin him. <laughs> but Christian looks up at Simon, who has sunflowers on his eyes, and then he looks back down, and one of the elders... pockets stands? Pocket, Pocket stands? <laughs>
2: The I, ha- I have it written right there. Yes. Pulls a Dale Gribble. And
0: it's some, it's some kind of herbal knockout powder and yeah, Christian's it's... done.
2: They have to
1: close his eyes.
2: They do. These people never put up a fight. No. Like, I don't understand he ran. that. He tried.
1: He got pocket sanded. You can't avoid that.
2: But how did they <laughs> so sneak up trick on him? You're in a fucking, you're in like a chicken barn. You couldn't have heard him open the door. Barn. You know what I mean? I, I just, mean, yeah, and he didn't hear a word like, yeah, a word. He didn't hear a no, well, step yeah, yeah, anything. It just seems like none of them put up a fight. None no. of them, you know, like we don't know what happened with Mark, but I'm sure it's safe to say he just let them kill him. I'm sure that he did. <laughs> yeah, you know honestly. what I mean? At least with <laughs> Josh, go I can understand. And skin. You know, they came behind him. <laughs> yeah. But like this dude, naked or not, if I hear a door open, I'm going to fight. You know what I mean? I'm right. gonna, but he just Something. turned around right into it. You know, he Not stood damn. there, go ahead, my eyes yeah. are open. You know? <laughs> Thank
0: you. But when he wakes up, he's seated in a chair outside, and he can't speak or and a, move. And a
1: woman has to open his eyes, yes, back that's, up.
0: That's how un... Yeah, he's he's gone. He's out. But they're all gathered around a platform, and Danny is seated at the center, looking more flower than woman at this mm-hmm. point.
1: Yeah. And did you notice that Maya in the crowd has mm-hmm. red in her gown now?
2: Yeah, no, yep. Yeah, and her, she's wearing her thing has changed. She's
1: wearing red lipstick. Yeah, she's wearing she makeup. Did. Like she looks very like they probably it probably is a oh now you've done this come here now you yeah. get to wear this you're now at you the get next have, level yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but makeup is not really a thing here but she's made up and she has red lipstick she has a new gown that is
0: true nobody else is wearing nope. it yeah but Steve explains that for every new person sacrificed. They'll sacrifice one of the Harga as well. So you've got Mark, Josh, Simon, and Connie, the old Harga woman and man, and now Ingmar and Ulf volunteer themselves. Yeah. Steve says that a ninth sacrifice is up to Danny to decide. So it's between <laughs> Christian and a Harga male who won slash lost a lottery. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. And this whole time Reuben is just sitting on a cloud-like structure
0: (laughs) i don't know what that is but i want one painting or doing
1: his scripture or whatever
0: yeah and danny and christian look at each other and we get these zooming shots between them and danny begins to cry right so we don't see her make the decision
1: we don't and while they're trying to decide or before they leave the decision up to danny pele is honored for his intuition yes so is it like his intuition for bringing Danny to them? I
0: think they said for bringing us our May Queen.
1: Wow! Oh yeah,
0: which is like, hmm, which will lead
2: into my theory, okay, okay. which we'll get to in just a minute. So, is this the whole ritual thing? Is this for for them to get into heaven? I or think for them to the ritual is babies, or I'm like, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. The I'm ritual. Still, <laughs> uh, I still don't. It's for the summer solstice right so
0: all of this encompassing is basically to give them a proper a prosperous summer
1: but that's i think the midsummer tradition this is the every 90 years
2: situation. oh yeah well it's even
0: even more than i yes. don't know
2: <laughs> i try i'm saying i i i get the the summer solstice thing but it's like they this extra this? stuff yeah, yeah. what is this this whipped cream yeah. on top <laughs> what is happening yeah
0: but we see wheelbarrows carrying the corpses of the outsiders to the yellow temple. Right. We see Connie's corpse, which looks like she's been drowned. Drowned. Yeah.
1: yeah. She's wet and like bloated. Yeah. Uh,
0: Mark's skin, because it's just a skin suit at this point is stuffed with straw and he's dressed like a jester. The full mm-hmm. skin. Exactly. They, he lived his, uh, yeah, the prophecy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bodies are placed on stacks of hay inside. And we see Josh and Simon's corpses have already been brought inside, and they're kind of at a and wall of their own. This is yeah. the
1: yellow triangle building. Yes, we finally know
0: this is what yeah. why this is no for. one could go inside. Yeah. The two old jumpers have had their bodies repurposed as trees, mm-hmm. and they're brought inside as well. We then see an elder teaching children how to carefully disembowel a bear. It was the bear that was in the cage yeah. earlier. Right and we see Christian is watching from his i guess wheelchair and he's then put onto the table and he's carefully placed inside the body of the bear and then we smash cut to him, dressed as the bear, basically, and in the bear's corpse, he, inside the yellow temple
2: with all the other bodies.
1: Yeah, obviously he can't move, but his eyes look so aware.
2: Oh, yeah, they're horrified. Yeah. It's the only time I feel bad for him. He got that cool bear suit. And then just, <laughs> I can't even appreciate it. No, yeah, he, he can't even enjoy it. No. He couldn't live like Nicolas yeah. Cage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's been a lot of comparisons to the original Wicker Man film. This is the only one that you can compare to the new (laughs) one with Nicolas Cage. But Ulf and Ingmar are given oil from the yew tree and an elder claims that they're not going to feel any pain. It's the milk of the poppy. Exactly. He
1: tells one that he won't feel pain and he tells the other one that he won't feel fear. I think Ingmar won't feel fear and the other one won't. Feel, ulf, pain. Right.
0: feel pain something like that so all the herga are gathered outside as the mop faced <laughs> yeah. elder yeah. sets fire to the temple and the fire begins to spread they start to chant in swedish outside as the corpses the sacrifices as well begin mm-hmm. to burn ingmar <laughs> looks over at ulf who looks peaceful mm-hmm and then he starts to scream. Yeah. yeah.
1: And the thing is, Ingmar looks afraid. Yeah. And yes. so he wasn't supposed to feel fear. And, and the he other wasn't one was supposed, supposed to feel pain. pain. So it's like, is this kind of telling us that this was all a lie? I yeah. think so. And that in their last moments, they're like, fuck, this isn't, none of this is
0: true.
2: Yeah.
1: That was just, a, I feel like a really like subtle moment to be like, ha ha, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Which is kind of messed up because they don't get to be like, hey guys, it's no, not no. real. Yeah. <laughs> we are <laughs> burning alive. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the haraga reciprocate their screams of pain, and they cry with of them course. very, very, very... Violently. Violently, yeah. dramatically. Danny begins to wail and cough outside in her giant flower dress, yeah. and then she turns to look at the haraga who are losing their minds, but then she looks back at the burning temple, and her look of fear and pain turns into a smile as the temple crumbles and the music swells. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the film.
2: So... What did you guys think of Midsummer? I'm still completely lost. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's just the, the, like I said, the, the rituals and all that and whatever they were doing. I don't, what do what you, what is this for? Like, I'm still trying to figure out what it was. If I'm right. being
1: honest and I do like this movie, I feel like it's a really great movie. Um, for as long as it is, I feel like we could get a little more explanation. I would like a little bit more on um, Ruben's whole situation. Yes, thank, thank uh, you. Because like his character design is so striking, and like I know that he is important,
0: but they mm-hmm. never explain why or no. how. They just say right, that he's an right. oracle. He writes in the book. But he what, paints. Like, but I'd li- I would like to know more. Yeah, yeah. is he? in some ways, a mastermind at this point? Is he, you know, did he foretell all this to happen? Right. Uh, You don't know. Yeah. I mean,
1: and it's like some of the motivations of the Hargas that bring them back, like Ingmar, did he bring Simon and Connie because he was salty that they were together? Right. Oh, yeah, I'll officiate your wedding. Come to Sweden with me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We'll do it when we get back. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Did Pele bring them because... He knew Josh would come because he's an anthropology major. Christian and Mark are pieces of shit. So they Uh kind of have it coming and Danny's going to be their May Queen. Like, was it that?
2: I don't know.
0: (laughs) I want to get into my theory very quickly Mm -hmm. about Pele because in the beginning of the film, when Danny is leaving the message on the machine for her parents, as you pan over, Danny's mother has a picture of Danny on her nightstand and there's a crown of flowers on the picture so foreshadowing yes i wonder how much pele knew about danny's family history i wonder how involved he was in getting her to go to sweden there are theories that are kicked around on the internet that that it was pele actually murdered danny's family I do wonder if that's possible. I don't subscribe to that. And let me tell you why. Okay.
1: I think that the flowers on Danny at the house was kind of like, this was always meant to be her destiny almost. Okay. And I also feel like there are these tropes where a girl's with a guy that's kind of an asshole. And then she meets this other guy that shows her, Oh my God, like I could be treated so much better. This being like the ultimate dramatic breakup movie yes. i feel like pelle's role in that trope was to show her that she is a queen for mm-hmm. lack of a better term right
0: and, and she so, literally became one
1: exactly this whole story is kind of danny's progression from this like gaslit girlfriend in a an in, in abusive relationship mm-hmm. to her those moments where she's like you'd do some shit like that. You know, like we see her realizing the situation that she's in. We see her claiming her role as queen and then getting the ultimate revenge on Christian's fucking ass. (laughs) And so, I mean, I don't, I, I think that Pele was used as a device to, get Danny to where she deserved. Cause in my mind, she stays there. Oh right. yeah. No, yeah. That's her yeah. family now. Just like she, and I feel like her seeing her family in the crowd was that, that it's I'm like, home. Oh, okay, this is my yeah. family. And, and odd saying, welcome home. He even home. says, welcome home. I feel like this was kind of, Danny was always supposed to end up here. That's how mm. I took it. I think I, I, I like Pele. So I, maybe I'm like, no, I think he would it's never very do interesting.
0: that. <laughs> I think my only thing about Pele is there's so much stuff that he knows that he sets into motion, though the end result for Danny is honestly beneficial. It is. He did some nefarious shit. He did, and I'm not
1: saying that he's perfect because he did bring most of them there to be killed. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Let's be clear.
0: Like, did Josh deserve to die? No. no, yeah, but
1: I Mark mean, probably
2: did. Yeah, no.
1: Josh should have listened, and they were he sacred should've. texts text, and he should have minded rules. his own fucking business.
2: Yeah, I mean, but would he have survived if he if he did?
1: No, probably not.
2: Well, and <laughs> it doesn't matter. I did like that you brought
0: up the lens of the breakup. Yeah, when you watch this movie as the ultimate breakup movie. It changes how you watch the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it changes a lot of interpretations of certain scenes, certain moments. And it honestly gives you more of an appreciation for the film itself.
1: I did want to talk about the mural, but I feel like I could go on for a really long time. (laughs) What I would suggest is to look it up. And look piece by piece and see how it is literally the whole movie. This is the
2: mural no. that opens at the, the film. beginning of yeah. the film. Yes. Yeah, it's the whole movie. It's crazy. He
1: told us everything in the first two seconds of the film, and yep. we were just like, <laughs> man, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But I think your question was, what did I think of Midsummer?
0: <laughs> yes, yes, it was.
1: Obviously, I have a lot of thoughts about Midsummer. <laughs> I think it's a great movie. I It's not a perfect movie. No. And like I said, when we had seen it, we were a split group, and every complaint that Dad and John Paul had, I was like, "All right, That's like fair. I can see that you're not wrong. You're not wrong." Personally, I think it's a really great movie. I think that it should be watched, and it should be watched more than once. Yes, right. and it's definitely a really good movie to watch, and then sit down and have a conversation like this, mm-hmm. where it's like, "Pele, you know this? No, he didn't. blah yeah. blah, you know." Um, it's just one of those movies where you can really deep dive and have a lot of fun and a lot of good conversation because of it.
0: Right. Like a lot of really good movies, they're becoming conversation pieces. Yes. And this is definitely one of them, but yeah, yeah. I think that brings us into ratings. So I am going to give Midsummer eight breathing flowers out of 10. I think it's a great movie. I think there are a lot of avenues that they went down that are very interesting. The story is original, though it does draw upon things like The Wicker Man, other, you True. know, pagan horror. Mm-hmm. I think that Ari Aster is quite the visionary filmmaker. Definitely. The amount of research that must have gone into this, the set design, it's just an incredible film that I think everybody should watch. Unfortunately, everybody, of course, is going to say, "Well, do you like Hereditary more or Midsummer?" Because this man has two films out. Yeah, and it's an unfortunate question to be asked. I do like Hereditary more as a film to watch, but Midsummer Definitely. is a kind of a special movie. Yeah, and I do think everyone should go to see it. I think eight is a very fair score. But before I open the floor, I have to say Florence Pugh's performance is amazing. It's incredible. Hereditary had Tony Collette. Midsummer has Florence Pugh. I was going to say,
1: I really want to commend Ari Aster for these strong lead female roles. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the performances are just unrivaled. No, they're good. unrivaled. Like, they're incredible.
0: But now I will officially open the floor to you.
2: As you've said a few times, when I first seen the movie, I hated it. <laughs> I just Hate. didn't. Yeah. I did. I didn't like it. I just didn't. But watching it again... I will say I changed my mind. I don't hate it. Good. It is a good movie, but I still feel I feel like it's a movie you should watch with the group. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's a, like people come over and hang out. Just but not your parents. Your parents? <laughs> yes, just not your parents. Yeah, not your parents. <laughs> Which I love your parents, but that was a little awkward. That was very yeah, awkward. That was little, um, but you know what I mean? Like you said, it, it's a good conversation. It's good. To talk about, to see, and then see everyone's reactions and listen to what everybody different has to say. For me, I don't hate it. I do like it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it uh, 6.5 breathing flowers. Okay. And it's not... I don't think that it's just like an average movie. I think it's above average and it is good. It's got a lot of good shots. The outside, the, I love the wilderness, all that. Yeah, you know no, what it's I mean. That's it's great. great. It's and, it's, and like I said, watching it the second time, I noticed a lot more stuff and I appreciated it a little more. But I'm still confused. I still, <laughs> I still have questions. I guess you for know sure. I mean? Yeah. So it's like, well, what, what, what's happening? You know, does this for. Because this girl got pregnant was all this so that she would have the baby? Because she's like, why well, feel the baby now? Right? Was that this, or the was that end its own it? thing? Or yeah, or was yeah. that something oh, that's different? That's just a side story. It, yeah, that was a side, quest. I mean? side yeah. quest. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was just there was there was a lot of there was still I was still left with questions mm-hmm. and. Which is good because it makes me want to dig more into the movie and find out what's going on. Mm -hmm. But it's still in the end, I'm still just kind of scratching my head like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, what's happening? Right.
1: All right. I had an initial score in mind. And I think that the conversations that we've had has made me add on just a little bit. Just have a point. Okay. Because I feel like we all watched the same movie and we all took away different things from it. Fair. And that's from three different people, but myself, I've watched it 3 times and I have noticed different shit and had different takes on it all 3 times that I've watched it. So for that reason, on a scale from 1 to 10, Breathing Flowers, I give Midsummer 8.5 Breathing Flowers. i gotta give props
0: i respect it and that's very fair every time i watch it i feel different about it yeah i could watch it next time and i could be right there with you
3: yeah it could just keep going up no
0: (laughs) ari aster's like watch it three more times yeah (laughs) (laughs) well that's all from us at pod mortem what would you rate midsummer and what should we watch next let us know on twitter at the pod mortem don't forget to follow us on instagram and like us on facebook be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at TravisMWH, at Blood and Smoke, and at RealStreeter84. Remember, not every relationship has to end in flames. Just break up. Until next
3: time.